Welcome to the Cam and T Podcast, the ultimate destination for all sports and popular culture. I am your co-host, Tony West. And I'm your co-host, Cam. I'm thrilled to be your guide through the exhilarating intersection of sports and the entertainment world. For the latest game-changing moments on the field, even into the hottest trends of music, movies, and more, we've got you covered. Each episode, we finna dive into the thrilling highlights, untold stories, and the captivating behind-the-scenes secrets that make both sports and pop culture so irresistible. So whether you're a sports fanatic, a popular culture guy, or somewhere in between, get in and join us on this adrenaline-pumping journey through the best of both worlds. This is the Cam and T Podcast. Let's enjoy the action. going on you guys man it's your boy tony t time west back in it again with another episode of the cam and t podcast with my other host cam how you doing brother glad to have you back man yes sir man i'm feeling good man it was a good weekend great weekend man great i had weekend. a lot of fun this weekend um it was nice being out there in charlotte with all the folks you know what i'm saying good to see people um good to get some interviews done man um and, you know, as always, it's good to see you, bro. So yes, hope sir. everything going well for you, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, Same, bro. It was so crazy. Um, And shout out to y'all, man. Y'all, you know, it was crazy being in camp. Can attest to this. And we was out there and people was like, I follow you. I follow you on TikTok. And we see y'all on TikTok. And you know what I'm saying? So that that was just incredible. That that dang there brought tears to my eyes that people, like, knew who we were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. That was definitely dope. Um, definitely a, a great experience. We had a lot of fun in Charlotte. It was really, it was really dope. We'll be in Atlanta this week at Mercedes Benz for the Panthers game, Panthers versus Falcons. Um, so that's gonna be exciting as well. I know a lot of people from Charlotte are coming down. That's gonna be a good one too, man. So I'm super excited. We have a great show for y'all today. I mean, this is gonna be, I'm not gonna lie, this is probably gonna be one of the longer episodes because we got a lot to cover. Um yeah. It's, it's going to be a great one. It's it's. I'm excited to talk college football. We got a lot of college football to talk about. We'll talk about Colorado and Coach Prime. We'll talk about LSU, Florida State. We're going to have a lot of fun today, man. And then we're going to jump into some NFL things, man. We're going to talk a lot of NFL. This is probably going to be majorly NFL talk today, man. So a lot of, you know, who predictions and, and also as well, like, who do we think is going to win this? And, you know, we're going to be doing a lot of that. We have a power rankings as well that's going to be coming out for the NFL. So we got a lot planned today. So this is a good episode. We know it's Labor Day. We know the majority of people are off. So just come and kick it with us, man, and sit back and chill because this is going to be a really good episode. This is probably going to be our best episode, I feel like, yet, man. So I'm super excited to go ahead and jump into it. Um, So without further ado, let's go ahead and get it going. So the first thing I want to talk about a little bit, and we actually have Caleb in here. And we'll just talk about this briefly because this game was on Thursday. Let's talk about Utah versus Florida a little bit on, on Thursday. Now, I know it, it feels like forever ago because we've seen so many games this weekend. But yeah, man. I just want to talk about Utah and Florida just a little bit. Um, you know, Utah won the game 27 to 11. Um, you know, Florida just looked brutal. It, they looked bad. It was rough. Um, it just wasn't a good look for them. Utah had a, out their third string quarterback and absolutely just took it to them pretty much. Um, for you, and this is this is just really a question for you. Florida has kind of they're, they're now in their second year under Billy Napier. 
is it kind of time to start putting him on the hot seat, bro? Yeah, um, I would say so. Um, I know they got, you know, I know they've been pretty active on the recruiting trail and everything. Um, but I think when you play in the SEC for the Florida Gators, you know, they're looking to win soon, right? Um, if they don't get it any better this year, you know what I'm saying? I think you give it to you give it to you give him the year and even maybe a little bit next year, but you need to be kind of putting it in his ear, like, hey, you know, you're gonna have to start translating this team, all this stuff into some wins. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, I would say, I would say he his his seat might not be scorching hot, but it's a little warm. It's a little lukewarm. Um, you know, it last year they they got they beat Utah. They was able to beat them, uh, but they obviously had a you know an NFL quarterback on their team and Anthony Richardson, and that was probably his best game of the season. To be real, um, was at the game against Utah. So I would say, you know, last night or excuse me, uh, a couple of nights ago, just didn't really they didn't really look good. I mean, eleven points is truly unacceptable and uh <laughs> for a big time college football program so yeah i'm gonna say they probably should be or excuse me billy napier probably should be a little bit on that hot seat man yeah and on top of that i think the utes had like and caleb could probably attest to this the utes had i believe like eight starters out um mm. and like like five or six on defense mm. so if that's the case that's pretty bad i mean florida and I've been saying this for weeks, for months, and now for two years. Florida stinks. Mm-hmm. I do not think they're good, um, just to be quite frankly honest. I think Dan Mullen took his eyes off the prize his last couple years there and stopped recruiting well. And I think now Billy Napier is trying to build that back up. So that's a tough task for Billy Napier. But right. to be honest, man, I'm just going to keep it real with you. Florida sucks. Like, they're not mm-hmm. good. That, that's a five-win team at best. And that's being generous, honestly. Um, I just do not see that team being good. Uh, just, they're just not a good team. I'm just, I, I just don't see it with them. Um, no. I, 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 personally, I'm going to be honest, it's probably going to be an unpopular opinion. I have Florida now after what I've seen this past week. I have them finishing, like, next to last in the SECs. Like, yes. I have Vanderbilt, them, them. Like, that's mm. – Kind of what I see, and for Florida, that's disrespectful. That's yeah, it's, um, it's unacceptable. Yeah, it's unacceptable for Florida. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely unacceptable. Um, yeah. I want to go ahead and move into the next game, two in college football, which is the game everybody's talking about. Um, and the game that I think got the most attention this weekend. I, I know a lot of people talk about FSU and Florida State, and I did too, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm not gonna lie, Dion Primetime Sanders. Going down to Dallas Fort Worth, getting a big win at TCU over a ranked team. I don't care how you put it. I don't care if TCU took a step back. This is a team that was just in a national title game last year. Yeah. And Dion with a team that just won one game last year yeah. went down there and competed and won. Um, they got the win down there, forty-five to forty-two. Shador Sanders absolutely blew me away. Yep. 38 for 47, 510 yards, four touchdowns, zero picks. Um, the running back, Dalen Edwards, was amazing. Five receptions, 135 yards, three touchdowns. Travis Hunter played both sides of the ball. He was absolutely tremendous as well. 11 catches, 119 yards. 
He probably could have had like 170 yards. He dropped like a 50-yard a bomb yeah. on the money dot from Sanders. Um, so he could could have been close to like 200 yards, honestly, to be real with you. And he was tremendous on the defense side of the ball as well. He played great corner. He had an interception in this game, three tackles, two pass defended. I mean, this guy, it was just, it was incredible, bro. Um, yeah. Once again, and I talked about this on Twitter, with the transfer portal, there is no longer an excuse for you right. to stink. There's no longer right. an excuse. You can't, if you're a college, you know how, you know, you have to get, quote unquote, your players in recruiting class. So it would take you, you know, three, four years really to get your guys. With the transfer portal, that is over. It's right. over. If you suck, it's going. It's, it's pretty much becoming the NFL. If you suck after like a year or two, you're done. You're out of there. Because now, as you can see what Dion has did in literally six months, and now has them competing against a team that was just in the national title last year, don't care how you put it, they were in the national title last year. Right. You have to – You college coaches no longer have any grace. You're done. If you suck, like Matt Rule, not even trying to bring you up, if you suck this season, you should be on the hot seat going into next year getting ready to get fired. Straight yeah. up. Straight up. Yeah. Because now Dion has just showed you getting the portal. How it's done. Yeah, yeah. Mike Norvell. We're going to talk about him in a few minutes. They've showed you getting the portal, get, get what you need to get, and get better. This team won one game last year. They have already met that after week one. And they yeah. got Nebraska coming up this week, who I think they're better than. After what I've seen from them on Thursday, I think they're going to beat Nebraska by probably 10-plus points. Yeah. So we're looking at a team that could very well be on their way to 2-0 already. That was complete garbage last year. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. College football coaches, your grace period is over. It's over. Mm -hmm. You're about to be like NFL now. After year two, if you suck, it's done. It's over with. That's personally how I feel about it. But how did you feel about, like, just Dion in general and what he's doing at Colorado? Yeah, man, I think he's changing the game, man. I said this before, um, you know, on Twitter. I've talked about it a lot where I felt like Prime, you know, you know, let's take it back for a little bit to what he did at Jackson State, right? I mean, changed the program, right? Really, you know, even if he, if he had stayed there, you know, even for a couple more years, he might have changed the whole college football landscape, bringing in recruits to more uh, to more HBCUs. And shoot, he might have already done that just but just in the two years that he was there. You know what I mean? So I think Prime, first of all, we're talking about one of the greatest football players ever, college or NFL, like right. legitimately probably one of the top five players to ever play football. You right. know what I'm saying? Like he now he's coming back. He's coaching. And he's doing it at smaller schools, at schools that haven't really been great at football mm -hmm. forever, right? They've had, right. you know, they might have had good years here and there, but what he's doing at Colorado for them to go from one and eleven to already being one and zero, oh, you know right. what I mean? For him bringing in a Heisman candidate and Shadour Sanders, for him to bring in another Heisman candidate and uh, Travis Hunter, you know what I'm saying? For him to to bring those guys with him and really. You know, they have a shot to make some noise in the pack in the final season of the Pac-12. They have right. a shot to make some noise. You know what I mean? Um, I think Deion Sanders is doing it how coaches should do it. Hit that transfer portal. 
You know what I'm saying? Be a player's coach. Believe in your guys. Connect with them on a personal level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Connect with them mm-hmm. on a level Absolutely. that I love that a lot of other coaches ain't doing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm gonna talk about Matt Rule. You brought him up a little bit earlier. I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna call him out for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like he hit the transfer portal, and they absolutely stunk it up against yeah, Minnesota, it bad. who stinks. You know what I'm saying? It like bad, man. they look trash. And you know, there's a difference between what Prime is doing and what Matt Rule is doing. Prime is doing everything that he said he's gonna do, and he's gonna back it up. Rule. Ain't even following through with what he said he's gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, my man Ethan said Shadour gonna throw for 700 against Nebraska at this pace. He could, man. He threw for for over 500 against TCU. TCU. They was just in the national championship game. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, it looked flawless. So, man, I think Colorado, especially offensively, you know what I'm saying? They gonna they gonna be a problem this year, man. I think they got a lot of stuff to uh. A lot of stuff to be excited about. And I think um I think if Deion Sanders, I think if he continues at this pace, he won't be at Colorado for long. Oh uh, yeah. That yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. Um, and I, just before we move on to the next thing, Colorado has Nebraska next week at home. I think they probably win that game. Then they have Colorado at home, Colorado State, excuse me. They win that game as well, more than likely. Then they have Oregon, they go up to Oregon on the 23rd. So we're looking at a situation where Colorado could be 3-0 and going into Oregon in a couple of weeks. If that is the case, Dion is doing a, a tremendous job. Even if they go in there 2-1, mm-hmm. honestly, Dion mm-hmm. is doing a good job. So, you know, congrats to them and wishing them nothing but the best. But, yeah, Dion's definitely changing the game. Um, I do Colorado's want to going to be there, uh, yeah. Colorado versus Oregon, if uh, if they – I don't know. And that's, the they, same day, that's the same day as the Ohio State and Notre Dame game. And that's also oh, the same day as Clemson, Florida State. Clemson, FSU. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. They might, they might put them up there. Yeah, they're definitely the most exciting yeah. Like, oh, yeah. team, I feel like. After what I've seen Thursday, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see some more Colorado because oh, yeah. they fun to watch. But we just I talked think, about FSU, too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think if they be blowing them folks out, like the, the teams that, they just, that you just said, Nebraska and Colorado State, yeah. I think there's a shot. They call this game. They're gonna be in um, what's uh, it's in Oregon. It's at yeah, Oregon. In Oregon. Yep, they'll be at Austin yeah, State. Yeah, I think it's a shot, man. At the yeah, zoo. it could, it could happen. It definitely could. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Florida State. We were just talking about you know LSU and how Florida State has used the transfer portal well. Let's talk about FSU because last night, not gonna lie, actually, let's not talk, jump into FSU yet. We gotta talk about the ACC. Period. My bad. I'm not even going to do y'all like that, Tar Heels fans. I got to give y'all some credit because mm-hmm. I thought that the Tar Heels looked really good on Saturday mm-hmm. night. Um, Defensive-wise, they've improved a lot. Um, They've improved a lot on the defense. Uh, I was really impressed with what they did, especially up front. Nine sacks. Last year, you want to know how many sacks they had as a team? 17 for the whole season. They had 17. over half of that. They had half of that just <laughs> on Saturday. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was really impressed with that with the O line. I mean, with the uh, D line of North Carolina. Now they did still give up like three hundred and fifty something plus yards passing, but I'm gonna be honest. All that UNC's offense need 
is for their defense to be mediocre. That's mm-hmm. it. And if they can be mediocre, which pretty much what that's what they were on, on, on Saturday, they can win some games. I mean, yeah. you talked about it a little bit. If they can have a smidge of the defense, this team can win 10, 10 games. South yeah. Carolina, I, I'm not trying to just dog on them. Um, You know, I'm not trying to just hate on South Carolina because I'm a Clemson fan. They look like crap on both sides of the ball, but especially yeah. up front. They suck. That old line is not good at all. Um, yeah. You know, the, and, and like I said, I talked about this on when we, we were together on Saturday. South Carolina has a chance to start out the season one and four. Like that, that is a very real possibility for them. They have yeah. Furman this week. That should be an easy dub. I think, I think we all agree there for the most part. That should be an easy dub. But then after that, they have Georgia at Georgia. They're not winning that game. Let's just be straight up. Then after that, they have Mississippi State at home. Mississippi State is a pretty good team, bro. And they mm-hmm. plan for their coach that just passed away. Rest in peace to the Pirate, Mike Leach. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be playing hard for him this season as well. They, they could possibly be looking at already at that point, one and three. Then they got Tennessee right after that. You're looking at one and four at this point. You got them at yeah. Tennessee, and they're going to want their lick back. <laughs> From last year. Yeah. You're looking at one and four, and then they go to Florida. They, they, they Florida comes in, and they should win that game. I'll give them that. But yeah. – you're looking at a, a situation where you can start off your season one and four, and all that momentum that Shane Beamer and them had all over the summer is canned. It's over. Yeah. So I think South Carolina is in a really dangerous spot because I thought they really needed. I I picked them to win. I thought yeah. they really needed that game on on Saturday because without it, not gonna lie, it's gonna be an issue for them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, man. I think, um, you know, first and foremost, shout out to, uh, you know, the Tar Heels for what they did. Um, you know, they made me look good. I told you, uh, yeah. like I said, that went that week, man. I, I told you, I felt like North Carolina was being a little slept on. Um, you know, they, it, all they had to do was just play a little bit of defense, and that's what they did. You yeah. know, at they all they really need is one of those Ben don't break defenses, and that's what they had against South Carolina. You know, yeah. um. That front, uh, front four, the the their their defensive line looked oh, absolutely crazy. incredible. They yeah. looked incredible, man. I yeah. seen, I don't know his name or his number, but it was a big dude on their line. He was coming off the edge, and I mean, he was literally pushing two dudes with both <laughs> with both arms. Just pushing that was Amari. That man. was Amari Gardner. Amari Gardner. Go. He was going. He came from Florida State. He was going yeah, crazy. Like they they got they got a, a nice team, man. I think. I think the the Tar Heels can they have a legitimate shot of starting the season nine and oh in my opinion. They yeah. have a legitimate shot. When you look at their schedule, there's no game on there that they should really be favored to lose in as of right now. You know what I mean? I think so, that they're they're go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think their toughest three games of the season are the last three Duke, Clemson, and North Carolina State. And really, North Carolina State didn't impress me. No, you know they saying? didn't impress me. They struggled so, with Connecticut. So yeah. Right. Right. Um, so I'm glad you said that because I got their schedule pulled up. So let's kind of talk about it a little bit. Okay. App State next week, they should win that game. That's that should win. be a win at home. So that's two. Minnesota didn't show me nothing on Thursday. Even though they won, they they don't. They don't look any good. They right. should win that game. Now, Pittsburgh is going to be the one you need to watch out for because yeah. they don't nobody ever talk about them. They always laying in the weeds and they always play pretty decent against North Carolina. So I think yeah. that's a game you're going to have to watch out for. They play Syracuse after that. I think they get the dub. 
They play Miami after that. Miami looks a little better this year, I will be honest. But I I don't see them beating North Carolina at North Carolina, in my opinion. I think they win that game. They play Virginia. Virginia very well could be the worst team in the Power Five. I'm not even going to hold yeah. it. They're yeah. winning that game. Um, then they play Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech looked good the first half of that game they played on Friday. But in that second half, they looked like old Georgia Tech. They should win that game. Now, Georgia Tech has had UNC's number. They should win that game. Then they play Campbell. They should win that game. So then you're looking at Duke, Clemson, NC State, like you said, the last three games of the season. I mean, yeah, I think it's very feasible that they could go 9-0. I think North Carolina could definitely start out the season 9-0 if they yeah, really they got they got a shot to do it for sure. I don't think anybody should say, oh, there's no way they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. got a shot to go 9-0. Um, but ultimately, man, um, they look good. South Carolina, not so much. I will say I thought um, there's a few players on South Carolina that look good. And yeah. if there's just – if they – I don't know if they had injuries along the offensive line. I don't know if those guys just weren't prepared. But right. if they offensive line just gets just gets solid, just gets stable. Yeah. They can they can you know they can get some wins this year. Right. But it's looking rough right now because that old line just isn't good. They got the quarterback, they got the wide receiver room because woof, them boys, them boys can hey that legged hey, boy is tough, man. Hey man, hey, Andrews Wells, you know what I'm saying? Andrews he was injured. Wells. Yeah, no, he was injured uh in the last game. And then on defense, they got some uh some solid guys too. Uh, especially linebacker number zero. I can't even think of his name right yeah, now. Yeah, dude, they was calling but, Debo. Yeah, he's Debo, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Um, but yeah, so those guys. I mean, there's 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 a lot to like, but they got to fix that offensive line. Yeah, no, nah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, let's move on over to FSU LSU last night. Uh, that yeah. was the game of the weekend. That was the game everybody was talking about. That was the game everybody you know, was hyping up the whole weekend. Biggest game in college football, really. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think nobody would even really argue about that. Two top, you know, 10 teams or whatnot, which we're going to talk about the rankings in a few seconds because I, I think LSU might be a little more fraudulent than what we thought they were. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so we're going to talk about that in a few seconds. Uh, but once again, big win for uh, FSU. They go into Orlando, get a big dub. And I don't think a lot of people remember last year when FSU played LSU. They dominated in the first three and a half quarters. They dominated them the first three quarters. They absolutely whooped LSU's butt. And LSU got hot in the fourth quarter. This time, you know, first half of the game was really close, really competitive. And then, you know, Keon Coleman happened. I mean, that guy, I mean, he's he's an absolute stud, man. I mean, he had yeah. um, by himself nine receptions, 122 yards, Three touchdowns. I mean, he was tremendous. Johnny Wilson Ooh. had seven catches, 104 yards. Now, he had some drops, too. He would have had more than that. Because Johnny mm -hmm. Wilson had about two or three drops as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Jordan Travis finally got it going. First half, he looked rough. I'm not going to hold Yeah, he did. Yeah, um, he did. <laughs> he looked real <laughs> he scared. He looked rough. But in the second in the second half, he 23 for 31, 342 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. He looked really yeah. good. So I can't lie there. He looked really good in the second half. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Florida State, as Clemson fans, we've been hearing the hype all summer. And we're going to talk about Clemson in a few minutes, too, because they play tonight. Um, yeah. We've been hearing the hype about Florida State. It's great. Florida State is back. And I'm not going to lie, man, they definitely footing the bill right now. They definitely look like they have 
improve. Like I think them and Clemson probably yeah. are on like the same level at this point. Um, how do you feel about FSU? I know you said you fell asleep a little bit on the game. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know, it got it got away at the end, anything anyways. Yeah. You didn't really miss much that last quarter or so, really, yeah. really. Um, what how did you feel about you know FSU and how they looked? Yeah, so basically what you just said, man, the first half, you know, it was it was deadlocked pretty much. They was going back and forth. Um, it was everything that it was built to be. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was going to be a close game. thought it was going to be a really good game. Um, and next thing I know, you know, I'm waking up. Florida State done won by 21 points. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and so I, I just – I think Florida State is going to jump up in the rankings. They're probably going to take LSU spot. They're probably going to yeah, go to five. Yeah, they're moving up to five, I would think. Yeah, yeah they're probably going to go to five because that's an impressive win on the uh, – it was, was a neutral site. It was a neutral site. Yeah. Okay. Impressive win. Neutral site. Um, going up against an SEC team that you know me and you both had picked to make it to the championship, the SEC championship game this yep. year. You know, um, I think that's huge for Florida State. I think that's huge for, you know, the the ACC, but also for really for the teams that are trying to lead the ACC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I think this is. Yep. For Florida State, I think this is probably the best win that they could have possibly put together because Absolutely. now it says now it says we're not afraid. They're not afraid to go to the SEC, the Big Ten, or just another big conference. You know, they feel like they can hang, especially yeah. when they knocked off. If I'm not mistaken, LSU is the what? They, are they were they the second? They're the fifth best team in the country. Were they the second uh, highest ranked SEC team, or were they third? Was Alabama ahead of them? Oh, uh, I believe Bama was ahead of them. Yeah, Bama was yeah, ahead Bama of them. Bama was yeah. at four. Yeah. Okay. Well, still, I mean, you knocked off a top still, three. Though, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you still knocked off a, a top five team in the country. Yeah. And, you know, so – um, and they played in the championship game last year at yeah. uh, LSU. Mm -hmm. So, it's like yeah. that's that's good for, for – uh, really for college football, for the ACC, for Florida State. That's a huge, uh, huge win for that program. And I think the hype is real for those guys, you know. Yeah. Um, it remains to be seen, which you know, if if you're ready to transition, but it remains to be seen what happens with Clemson tonight. Yeah. Um, you know, Absolutely. but right now I would say, you know, after yesterday, I don't think we can we can't say that Florida State shouldn't be a favorite right now to yeah. come out the ACC, you know. Yeah, for sure. They, no, I, I I you know, I was kind of hard on Florida State, and we'll go ahead and transition too. But after last night, they definitely showed me something. They definitely have improved. Yeah. They definitely have gotten better up front, too, as well. Um, and they, they got the, the talent as far as, like, you know, uh, skill players. Wide receiver-wise, mm -hmm. they're loaded. Um, mm -hmm. Now, I'm not going to lie. That secondary is kind of Swiss cheese. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Their secondary is not that good because the only reason that LSU didn't have more big plays is because LSU wide receivers stink. And yeah, Jay Daniels, I hate to call you out like this, brother. You stunk the other night ago. Last like night. Last night. He was not good. And I'm going to tell another person. I said this yesterday. This guy's my favorite non-Clemson player. Harold Perkins, the other night ago, got exposed. Uh, I don't know what his deal was. He looked lost out there, like completely lost. And I think it was because they were using him more as a stand-up linebacker, and he's more of like a blitzing linebacker. Um, mm -hmm. kind of almost like an edge rusher for real. Um, and yeah. they didn't use him like that last night. He looked rough. It was it was a brutal night for Harold Perkins, like run wise, pass wise. It was brutal. He got abused. 
So, you know, once again, that's my favorite player outside of like any Clemson player, but he got exposed. Um, yeah. so it was a rough night for LSU, and it's, it's season's not over for them. If they went out, they still gonna end up going to the playoffs. But it, I don't, I don't think that team is winning more than like nine games. I think right. nine games is probably gonna be their ceiling. Um, I just don't see it. It looks like it's probably gonna be Bama because I thought Bama looked actually pretty good the other day ago with Jalen Milrow. So it's looking yeah. like it's probably gonna be Bama and Georgia down here in Atlanta again. Um, yeah. again, right. So we're going to go ahead and start transitioning over to the game tonight. And then we're going to get into NFL. We got Clemson and Duke tonight, 8 o'clock, standalone game today. Um, I'll just jump right into it. And me and Cam talked about this, you know, on Saturday when we was with each other. This game now is going to be super an- overanalyzed. I'm just going to tell you now, as a Clemson fan, if you don't blow this team out by 50 points, it, it's, it's going to be a sick time on the TL for the next three weeks. Because now everybody, for a Clemson fan, I love it. Everybody's putting Florida State on the pedestal. Everybody is. And and deservingly so, bro. They beat a really good LSU team. I don't want to take nothing from them. But now, for me, at least as a Clemson fan, the pressure's on Florida State. It's no longer on Clemson. Everybody's picking Florida State to win. We don't have any pressure. The pressure's on Florida State now. They got to come to Death Valley and beat us. We done been to the AC championship seven out of the last eight years. We ain't got nothing to prove. Let's just be honest. The pressure's on Florida State at this point because I'm telling you now, after what I seen last night, and let's see what we see tonight, going into two weeks or three weeks from now, Florida State's probably going to be the favorite at Clemson, I would think. Yeah. Probably like a three-point favorite. I think they're going to probably favor Florida State. And if that's the case, as a Clemson fan, I love it. Because mm-hmm. now we can sit back, play the underdog card, which we haven't been able to do in almost a decade now, and say, hey, nobody cares about us no more. This whole summer ain't nobody talked about us. Everybody been glorifying Florida State. We stink. We don't have wide receivers. Kane can't drop back in the pocket. He's dropping back all the way to Alaska. We've been told we suck. So now it's a situation where you can just sit back and do you because nobody believes in you. Yeah. Nobody believes in Clemson right now, so I feel like that's the perfect situation to be in, personally. It's having yeah. everybody hyping up Florida State, you feel me, for the next two weeks because Clemson got two walk-in-the-park wins after this after the night. So pretty much after the night, it's going to be anticipation for Florida State-Clemson. And I think Florida State got two walk-in-the-parks between now and when we play. So I think for me tonight, I just want to see our offense look explosive. Like, that's really what I want to see, personally. I want to see Cade look good. I want to see the wide receiver step up. This is not your little brother's Duke. This is a good Duke team. This is a team that won nine games last year. So if Clemson mm-hmm. only wins 35 to 24, don't be surprised. This is a good Duke team, man. Yeah. So once again, I think this game is going to be overanalyzed. And if Clemson don't win like 55 to 10, people are going to be saying, we suck. Florida State's going to blow us out by 20. So I'm just preparing yeah. Clemson fans for that because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, I'm of the same nature. I think we need to be blowing out Duke tonight, man. Yeah, like, it would be nice. No, you know what I'm saying? Duke, Duke. I feel like I had them. I had Duke rank. You know what I'm saying? I had Duke. I think I had them at 25. And yeah, my you had rank is a couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. So I think Duke is a good football team, man. They got they they got some players on defense. They got, in my opinion, one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the whole country, and Leonard. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but still. You know, the Clemson Tigers 
they've been around for a while. You know what I mean? They're a top 10 team in the nation, you know, according to the rankings. So they need to play like a top 10 team. They need to blow out a team that's unranked in the Duke. You know what I'm saying? Um, looking at what North Carolina did to South Carolina the other day, Clemson needs to do something similar, if similar. not yeah. more. More, you know what I mean? Yeah, really. Yeah. More. yeah. Um, and so, in my opinion, um, for me, what I need to see tonight, I need to see K Clubnick. Uh, my eyes are on him all game. I'm not watching. Yeah, like, I'll be honest with same. you. I'm not the defense. I am not worried about if they if they if they give me if the defense give me some problems tonight, then I'll be worried. But I'm I'm expecting the defense to do what Clemson's defense has done for they the have last the best ten years. The They're gonna be fine. Yeah, and the defensive line is always loaded. You always know what I'm top five. So in the country as well. yeah. secondary, Nate Wiggins, Andrew McCuba, Jalen Phillips, the best secondary Clemson has had. Right, honestly. Sheridan Jones still yeah, there. It's, like it's, it's a not, squad. Yeah. So I'm I'm not worried about the defense. You know what I'm saying? They they're experienced. They should. Should make some noise. They shouldn't really. Duke shouldn't even get twenty one tonight. I just keep it a band. I, I agree. Anything over seventeen, I'll be concerned. To be honest, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, facts. Yeah. But um, but once again, back to it. Offense is really what I'm paying attention to. I'm watching K Clubbing all night long. Yeah. I gotta see it. You know what I mean? I'm not. You know, I I'm a homer. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. I love Clemson, but I got to see him. I got to yeah. see what he can do. He's mm-hmm. got to look good. You feel me? So, um, so yeah, uh, that's really what I'm looking at tonight. I'm looking at what K. Clubnick can do and which one of these wide receivers going to step up. Who going to help Antonio Williams? You know what I'm saying? What's the offense going to look like with Garrett Riley? Yeah, right? Riley. New offensive right. coordinator. We haven't mm-hmm. seen it yet. You know, are we going right. to run the ball a lot? Are we going to aerate it? You know what I'm saying? What what, what we going to look like tonight? I, I am yeah. super excited. I think this is a huge test for Clemson. Not only just because it's their first game of the season, but because it shows where they're going to land in the ACC this year. Yep. You got Florida State that look really good. You got North Carolina who look pretty solid. Where is Clemson going to land? Are they going to be closer to Florida State or are they going to be closer to North Carolina? You, you right. feel me? Yep. So, um, so I'm excited, man. I think this is going to be a great game tonight. Um, and, yeah, all eyes on Clemson, man. Yeah, all eyes will be on Clemson tonight, man, at 8 o'clock Eastern time. And once again, man, big weekend for the ACC, man. I mean, once again, FSU destroyed LSU. Um, you know, I thought North Carolina took their foot off the gas on South Carolina. They could have beat them worse than they beat them. Honestly. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah. To be real, yeah. it, I think the ACC went two and one overall. Uh, Virginia played Tennessee. Nobody expected, you know, okay. Virginia yeah. to, to win that game. But in the big games that actually teams were actually kind of equivalent to, uh, ACC went 2-0 this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think, you know, not saying ACC is the best conference in the world and all that. We ain't saying none of that. But I think people need to kind of cut the SEC bias a little out because they kind of had a rough weekend this weekend. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you know, so I, I think people need to kind of chill out with the SEC bias because it, it, it was a rough weekend for them uh, overall. Yeah. But – Let's go ahead and transition over to NFL. Week one, I think the first game is Thursday. So we like three days yeah. away from the first game of the season between the Chiefs and the uh, Detroit Lions out there in Kansas City. And we got some breaking news like an hour ago, maybe a little over an hour ago. Brian Burns, Carolina Panthers DN, is, I guess, holding in. Um, so he's in the building, but he's not practicing. So he's going through his meetings. 
He's going through everything else but practicing because it's time to get paid, and he wants to get yeah. paid. A lot of people speculated he was waiting on Joey Bosa um, to get paid, and Joey Bosa don't sound like he's nowhere near uh, getting paid at this point. And there's a chance that Brian Burns may not play on Sunday. If he doesn't get paid between now and probably Wednesday or Thursday, he's probably not going to pay to play. Um, so I guess what's your initial thoughts on this whole situation? What do you think about this whole Brian Burns situation? Because you didn't even know about this until Nick yeah, Bosa. I said Joey too. Bosa. Nick Bosa. Um, but, yeah, how do you feel about this whole situation? Yeah, man, I think um... – First and foremost, the Carolina Panthers need to stop playing around. Stop it. Go on to pay your mans. Go on to pay your mans. Like they stop, have no stop, the, stop the stop the madness, bro. They 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 turned down two first round picks for Brian Burns. Uh, allegedly, possibly three, from what I heard. Yeah. So like you already know you you when you release that information, he had all the power as soon as you release that information because that showed him and his agent that he was wanted in Carolina. Yep. And from a Carolina Panthers fan standpoint, it don't even make sense why he hasn't got paid yet. He yeah, should have right. been got his bag. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only not only is he your best, really he your best player on the whole doggone team. So it's like, what what makes yeah. it, why is, why is he not paid yet? You know what I mean? So, right. listen, man, um, Brian Burns, you need your bag. Now, I do want to see more out of Burns. You know what I'm saying? But in my opinion, what he's shown us so far constitutes, you know, enough for him to be paid like a high end defensive uh defensive end outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him, edge rusher. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he he needs that back. He's a Pro Bowl player, you know what I'm saying? He's all pro caliber player. Um, I think he's gonna go crazy in this uh Israel Evero defense. So, um, please, Carolina, stop the madness and just pay him, man. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. just pay him. They don't, they don't have a real choice. Let's just be honest here. You turned down three first-round picks from the Los Angeles Rams, apparently. It, it's Jovan. You got to pay him. It, he has every – you. he literally could say, write me a blank check or I ain't playing. You have no choice. You've already said you ain't giving up to him for picks. The leverage was over when that happened. It was over. Yep. So I don't know why they're waiting on Nick Bosa. Go ahead and pay that man. I will have him in my office today saying, hey, bro, let's go ahead. What you want? Let's just get it over with. Let's go ahead and pull it on out and get it over with. And go right. ahead and pay that man. You know what I'm saying? I think somewhere in the $24 million a year ballpark is kind of what I would think for him. $24 yep. million, somewhere in there between $24 and $22 million. I think that's kind of where he's at. But I think, especially with Marquise Haynes being out for this game, this week, you gotta have Burns, bro. If you don't have Burns, you're gonna go out there with Justin Houston and Gross Matos. Stop it. You're gonna get ran through, and they're gonna Desmond Ritter gonna be sitting in the backfield all day picking you apart. And I don't even like right. Desmond Ritter, but I'm just gonna keep it real. If he's sitting back there making a picnic, of course he's gonna have a good game. Right. So yeah, the deal gotta be done, and it shouldn't even have took this long. The deal no. should have been done. Um, yeah. just to be honest. But let's go ahead and jump into. I know you say you wanted to. We're gonna jump into the NFL stuff now, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you kind of take over. Yeah, bro. So, um, basically, you know what we finna do? Really, we just. I'm just gonna ask you, man, straight up. You know, let's get into it. Who? You know, we gonna talk about every single division in the NFL. Mm -hmm. All right, we gonna talk about who we got winning it. 
We're gonna talk about who we got coming in last. All right. So um shoot, let's just get into it to be honest with you, man. Since we already talking about the Panthers, let's start with the NF uh the NFC South. Okay. Um so who do you have? You know, who who is your order? What do you think the NFC South is gonna look like this season? Panther fans are not gonna like me. So if you're a Panther fan, go ahead and get off the pile right now because you're not gonna like what I'm about to say. I have the Saints winning the division. Here's why. The Saints still have a veteran presence on that defense side of the ball. They have DeMario Davis. They have Marcus Lattimore. They have Cam Jordan. They still have a lot of things on defense that are both effective, older, I will admit older, but also as well they bring a good veteran presence and they are still good. Like they're still playing very high-level football. So I am going to have to say I think the Saints win this division because, for one, they do have the experience at quarterback. Hate to say it, Derek Carr, he, he's not the greatest quarterback on earth, but he does have the experience. Um, Michael Thomas, I, I'm not really sure on him quite yet because he's been injured. But when he does play, he's elite. He's, he's really good. Chris Olave had a tremendous year last year. You know, I can see the Saints win team winning like nine, like ten games. I'm gonna be honest with you. So I would put Saints at number one. I would put the Panthers at number two, at winning about eight or nine games. Right? I think that the division comes down to a game or so because everybody's right there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think with the Panthers, my main concern and my main concern has been all off season. They don't have a wide receiving core that is going to scare anybody, anybody. So when you're playing against the Panthers, you can put eight in the box and say, Blitz Bryce, little five, two, five foot two tail, get after him. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what they're going to do. Because I'm not scared of Alan Thielen at the age of 33. I'm not scared of DJ Chark. At the, uh, you know, it's no offense. I wish him nothing but the best of luck. I, I actually like him. He's just injury prone. He tweet, he turned one way, his hamstring going to be tweaked. I'm not scared of Chenault. He can't run but one route. If you're a defense, I say put seven in the box, eight in the box, and say, all right, beat us wide receivers. I'm going to need y'all to beat us. You got a rookie quarterback, and that's my main thing is the Saints have the defense to do that. That That's why I'm not picking the Panthers to win the division. The Saints have the defense to do that, to say, hey, we're going to put A in the box and tell Bryce and the wide receivers get open. Because I think we talk about how bad the O-line was in the preseason, but one of the main reasons the O-line was bad, you guys, is because the wide receivers weren't getting no separation. That was the real problem, if we're going to be honest. Everybody worry about the O-line. The real problem is not one wide receiver on that Panthers core could get wide uh, any separation. Mingo, Chanel, Thielen, none of them. Chark, none of them could get any separation. That was the real issue. I have no concerns with Bryce. I'm going to be honest. This whole preseason, he looked like the most experienced player <laughs> on the field on the yeah. offense most of the time. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. If I'm the Panthers, I'm daring you to beat me through the air. Next up at three, I got the Atlanta Falcons. I do not understand the Atlanta Falcons hype. I don't get it. I think this team is going to win five games. Do not see that. I think they're going to be picking top ten again, honestly. 
I don't really get the hype on the Falcons. Yes, they picked up Jesse Bates, but how much is picking up a safety really going to determine how many wins you're going to get? Let's be real. They picked up uh, Calais Campbell. He need to be heading to the re retirement office. It's Jover, brother. You 36. Go take care of your family. <laughs> Desmond Ritter. I do not understand the Desmond Ritter hype. I thought he was mid in college. I think he's mid now. Nothing has changed. And I'm going to say something that's going to be real controversial. Don't be surprised if Taylor Heineke is they starting quarterback by like week 10. Do, do not be surprised. Because I'm not, not too earlier. far to say Taylor Heineke ain't better than Desmond Ritter, to yeah. be honest. B. John Robinson, I think he's going to be really good. Don't get me wrong. I just don't see the hype with them. They talk about, oh, Atlanta has all these weapons. Where do I go? What, 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 what? Pits that they don't know how to use? They haven't known how to use him since Arthur Smith walked in the building. Yeah. Dijon and Algier is really the only two true weapons they have. I like Drake London. I'll give Drake. Drake London is a weapon, too. I, I'll say that as well. But I don't really see why Atlanta is getting a whole bunch of hype. I yeah. I don't get it, personally. I think the Panthers are a step ahead of, of Atlanta, in my opinion. And then at, yeah. at the last position, I got the Bucks. I think they're looking for Caleb Williams. That team's not winning more than four games this year. Um, yeah. I don't even got nothing else to say about them. They trash. So that's how I would do it. So, again, I would go Saints, Panthers, a little bit of a drop-off. Then I would say Falcons, and then a little bit of a drop-off again, honestly, Buccaneers. Yeah, I agree. I mean, everything you said, literally everything, That's that's my order, too. Okay. Um, and that's just, I thought that's you were going to Panther up. I ain't going to lie. Uh -uh. Nah, I thought you were going to Panther up. So, so my thing is I had the Panthers winning it before the preseason Yeah. because I thought that the offensive line was going to play fine. I thought mm -hmm. the wide receivers were going to be better than what they looked like. Mm -hmm. um, it's preseason, um, so I'm not over overreacting. I'm not trying to panic, but I yeah. think there's little cause for alarm or yeah. cause for concern there, okay? So um, and the Saints, they, they just, like you said, it's just the experience, man. They got they got the most experienced quarterback in the division. They have, um, you know, they they got probably the best defense in the division. I would yeah. say, um, you know, so uh, I, I I would say the Saints at one, the Panthers at two. Basically, everything that you just said. I think Bryce is honestly going to carry that offense this year. I think he's going to make it look better than what it really is. Yeah, um, and then and we also didn't see. We also didn't see what Miles Sanders uh, did because he didn't play in the preseason. So I think they're going to be better than what we saw. I think yeah. they're going to run the ball a lot. And Sanders is a really good running back. Um, so I think we'll be fine. Um, the Falcons. Now, I will say I don't buy the hype on the Falcons, but I think they're going to win. They're probably going to get seven again is what they won the last three years. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think they really got any worse this offseason. Um, so it's just really just depends on what happens with Desmond Ritter. If he's just stable, I think they I, I could think get my main holdback is Ritter. I, 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 yeah, that's I my main holdback is Ritter. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I the understand. kid's any good. Like, yeah. I, that's the true, honest opinion why I only have them winning like six games. Like, yeah. I just do not think Ritter's any good, bro. I think seven is probably their max, maybe eight. Yeah, I don't see the hype with them though, but go ahead. My bad, I ain't gonna cut you off. You good, you good, but no, I agree. I think because I just like I said, Arthur Smith. Um, listen, if they don't get more than seven wins this year, he pretty much gonna be on the. He pretty much fired. Yeah. Um, 
if they don't get more than seven, because that's all he's that's and seven's not a bad win total. Don't get me wrong, like it's really not terrible, but they didn't pick top ten, what, two years in a row, three years yeah. in a row now? Three, more? three years in a row. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something, man. Um, and then like you said, Buccaneers should be the number one pick this year, if not the number two pick. One of them, yeah. one of those two. Um, they're not good. No. They got too many, they got too many injuries. Their best players are wide receivers, and unfortunately, those wide receivers are dependent on Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask. I'm sorry, Buccaneers fans, if you listening, y'all going three and fourteen this year, four and thirteen. Yeah. It's not yeah, looking good, man. Yeah. Now y'all might y'all might mess around and surprise me. I yeah, I don't know, but it ain't right. looking good. I I it ain't looking good for y'all, man. I'm sorry. Um, which yeah. is crazy because y'all going from first to last. Um, but hey. Uh, but let's move on. Let's go to uh, let's talk about the NFC East this, right now. And I and I, I think I set this one up because I feel like me and you might have the same uh, okay. list here too. Okay. Um, so I'll tell you. Um, let me give you mine. So I got for the NFC East. So I got the Eagles at one, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think the Eagles. I just say I, I I keep it a band with you. I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL, at least in the NFC. They definitely think, are the NFC. I think for sure. Yeah. Yeah. On in the NFC for sure. I think on paper, they should they on paper they're the best team. Obviously, yeah. you know other teams in the AFC got crazy, 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 crazy quarterbacks that just change the dynamic of how they win games. But the Eagles got a bad, you know what him and uh and Jalen Hurts. So hey, yeah. um, give me the Eagles at one, at two I got the Cowboys. Um, I think the Cowboys are gonna suit up one of the better defenses in the NFL once again. Um, and really the Cowboys, they only thing holding them back. I hate to say it, but if that Prescott don't stop throwing them picks, you know what I'm saying? If if he can just turn down them picks, they could they can compete for you know that fifth seed in the NFC, which is basically you know a top seed, because you know, obviously right. the Eagles gonna win the division, but um, but the Cowboys, man, they they have no excuse really. I mean, they got the they got everything that they could possibly want, you know what I mean? Yeah. they got the quarterback, they got the running back. Crazy wide receiver, elite wide receivers. To be honest with you, good mm-hmm. tight end, elite offensive line, elite defense. There's no reason why the Dallas Cowboys shouldn't be competing for a Super Bowl year in and year out. There's no, there's absolutely no reason. You know what I mean? If they don't really, if they don't make it to at least the NFC Championship game, they need to fire McCarthy because it's, there's just no excuse, in my opinion. Um, and 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 they need to question on Dak Prescott because once again, got to stop throwing picks. Um. Third, I got the New York Giants. Um, I, I know I'm a little bit higher on the Giants than you are. I know we talked about this before, um, but I I like what the Giants have done, man. I think they got one of the best coaches in the NFL and Brian Dayball. I think Daniel Jones, you know what I'm saying? It's a hot take incoming, but I think he might finish the season as a top 10 quarterback. Um, I think Saquon, yeah. Oh no, yeah, I'm gonna have to eat you yeah, up man. on that. Nah, yeah, man. Nah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> hold on. Oh my god. Hold on. Let me finish. Um, like I said, man, because once again, I, I and I'm gonna explain my reasoning behind that because okay. once again, the way I look at it, all right, and we talked about we well, I might not have talked about this to you before, but Brian Dayball turned Josh Allen into a top five quarterback. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Josh Allen was a bottom five quarterback. I mean, he basically did it overnight. Now, obviously, right. obviously, they added Stefan Diggs too. Okay. That's a that's right. a huge, huge right. plus. You know what I'm saying? 
but he did that for Josh Allen. I think he can turn Daniel Jones into a good, a very good quarterback, serviceable plus. Okay. I think he'll be very, very, very good this year. What I seen him do in the preseason against the Panthers, once again, I know Panthers kind of suck, but what he does against the Panthers, uh, I'm, he impressed me, man. I think he can be, you know, at least a top 12 to 10 quarterback this year. I think he's going to finish the season there. All right. And then last place, I got the Commanders. I think, I mean, this is a good division. I think all of these teams are really good. Yeah. Commanders got a good defense. Um, offensively, you know, they're kind of in the same boat as the Falcons. They got a, a talent. They got talent on offense. They just quarterback is a big, uh, big, big question. But I do think that they're a better team than the Falcons are, I would say. I think the East is a really good division. I think all of these teams are very good. Um, the commanders, you know, they're going to be, the, they're probably going to finish last, but I think they're going to get at least seven wins. You, you feel me? Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's probably, that's how I would do the East. Okay. So NFC, I got the same exact order. I have, okay. you know, Philly probably getting like, anywhere between 12 to 14 wins. I think they're going to yeah. be pretty good. Uh, at two, I do have as well the Cowboys. Once again, I agree with everything you said. The Cowboys are too good not to be going to the – really to the, the NFC championship almost every year. Like, I know mm-hmm. we all like laugh and joke about Cowboys. That team is really good. Like, it's talent-wise. Mm-hmm. They drafted very well. Like, they – it's just – it's not translating to wins, uh, which is unfortunate for them, but, I mean, great for, for us. Um, but you know, you know, it's just not really translating the wins. I got the Giants at you know at that um three position, like you do. I like the Giants a little bit, not as much as you do, though. Daniel Jones, you saying Daniel Jones be top 10, bro. That's the most ludicrous thing I ever heard you say. Bro. I'm sorry, bro. I gotta cut you. I had to cut you off on that, bro. Listen, has Daniel Jones improved? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah he absolutely. Last, you know, before last year, he was like a bottom five starter. I would put him in like that 20 area now, like 20. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere in there. Could he make a leap possibly to 16? Yeah. I can see him doing something like that. But up until the top 10, oh, no. Yeah, man. So I I don't care what Dayball did. Dayball could put him in the end zone. He ain't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I just don't. I can't see that one. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I think, for one, his talent is way more limited than Josh than Allen. Josh Allen. One. Yeah. Josh I Allen agree. has the size, the arm power, the speed, the, the mobility, all that. And then on top of that, who the heck is Daniel Jones throwing to? Darius Slate? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. not going to make him a whole bunch better. Like, no disrespect to Darius Slate. Yeah. Like, they don't have any wideouts. Jalen Hyatt? Maybe he might get better, but he's a rookie. Um, I just don't see where that step because, like you just said, Josh Allen got better once Diggs showed up in town. Yeah, yeah. So if they go out there and let's just say they get T Higgins or something like that, and he ball out, then I might could see it. But for you to say Daniel Jones, you can see well, him making the jump. I can't see that, brother. I'm remember, sorry. remember. Also, they added Darren Waller at tight end. Now that's a he's a he's a great tight end, but yeah, now he he do he got injury he got injury issues though, but right. um, but they 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 look they got an improved receiving core. It's, it's still not like crazy good, it's you know what I'm saying? Five. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, it's still, still not great, five. but yeah. um, 
but I think it's it's something, and we'll we'll probably talk about this another day. Um, get back to the Daniel Jones talk. We'll probably talk about. Um, yeah, that's a whole topic. Yeah, I played against I, Daniel Jones in high school a decade ago, so I know a lot yeah. about Daniel Jones. I've been playing against yeah. him since we was kids. And I, yeah, like I said when I stepped on the field against Jair Alexander, DJ Humphreys, uh, guys like that, you they you could tell they were going to the NFL. When I stepped right. on that field with Daniel Jones, I had no fear. I was like, this dude, right. he ain't. Like, to me, I'm surprised he even doing this good in the NFL because when I played against him in high school, I just Oh, me too. Yeah, I just didn't see it, to be honest. Yeah. But, yeah, we can go ahead and move on. My bad. Yeah. No, you good. You good. Yep. No, you, and you – so you got the commanders finishing last? Yeah, That's I got the commanders finishing last. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Same order. Okay. Got you. Word. So let's move on to the NFC West. Um, okay. I think this is a really good division. Um, and I got a hot take coming in here for you, but go ahead with the uh with the <laughs> NFC West. Oh, I'll let you okay. go. So the NFC West, I think I, I think you will probably agree with this as well. I think the 49ers are going to be the number one team in that division. They're just loaded, they got even better because they got Javon Hargrave from the Eagles, so they've got even better on defense now. I have them at my number one in the NFC West. They're gonna be really good, especially with Brock Purdy. If he can continue to build on what he did last year, Christian McCaffrey now has been there for a full year. So I think they're going to be pretty good. I would probably put them at my number one slot there. Um, I think I can see them win like 12, 13 games, honestly, to be real with you. Uh, really good coach in Kyle Shanahan. We already know this. But, yeah, I would have them at number one. At number two for me, I'm going to go ahead and put the Seattle Seahawks. I can see them getting like 10 wins like they did last year. Um, that wide receiver core is actually really freaking stacked, especially mm-hmm. if JSN can stay healthy. Lockett, mm-hmm. Metcalf, and JSN is crazy. Um, I think Kenneth Walker is going to have a better year this year. They picked up Zach Carbonet in, in the draft, UCLA former running back who was really good. I think they could be a dynamic duo. And also as well, that defensive back room is crazy. They got Devon Witherspoon and also as well Tariq Woolen. Um, yeah, that secondary is pretty freaking real. So I'm not going to lie. I think I got them at number two. Then at number three, I have the Los Angeles Rams. I think the Rams are going to be bad this year. I'm going to be honest with you. I think it was something the other day ago where um, Kelly, uh, uh, Matt Stafford's wife came out and was pretty much saying, like, you know, Matt not really gelling well with the team, pretty much. Like, with the younger guys, he can't relate to them. And yeah. that team's already lost a lot of talent. They lost Leonard Ford. They lost uh, Jalen Ramsey. They lost a lot this year already. And then now Cooper Cup got this whole hamstring issue going on. So he might yeah. not be ready week one. Um I just do not see this team winning any more than like six games. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you. I think they're about to go into a rebuild mode. They've been doing all them F this picks, and now it's blowing up in their face. <laughs> so yeah. now they're at a point now where they sold out to get that one ring, and then they're probably going to be trash for a while. Um, mm-hmm. So in my opinion, man, I think they're going to be the number three team. And then at number four, I think the Cardinals may be the worst team in the NFL. Um, just yes. to be completely yeah. transparent with you, I have them last. I don't think they win any more than like three games this year. Yeah, I agree. Um, so on my list, man. So I do have the 49ers finishing first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it, they I don't think they run away with the division. I think the Seahawks yeah. will be right on their heels. I think they're gonna be on their heels too. I agree. Yeah, I got that. Mm-hmm. So that that was really gonna be my hot say. I think the Seahawks, like I think it's gonna be like Whatever the 49ers, what they finished with, I think they finished with maybe 11 or 12 wins. I think the Seahawks going to get 10 or 11. I think they're going to yeah, be right there behind them. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The Seahawks, man, they loaded, bro. 
They love yeah, it. They I'm are. not even going to lie to you. They, mm -hmm. if, if Geno Smith continues his resurgence, look out, man, because yeah. you can you can already say, really, in terms of health, they got the best quarterback in the division with Geno. Yeah. You know, Stafford, you know, we'll see what he looks like, but they just – the Rams just ain't got nothing, nothing going for yeah. him, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he pretty much going to be a non-factor just because of how – he pretty much playing what he was playing with in Detroit. We can mm -hmm. pretty much put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which So I do have the Rams finishing third. Cardinals finishing last. They're going to be the first pick. Um, But back to the Seahawks, man, like like you said, probably the, probably the most stacked wide receiver room in the league other than maybe the Bengals. Bengals, yeah. I was about to say, yeah. to me, it's they, the Bengals than them. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. They, they stacked, man. Like DK Metcalf. Top 15 wide receiver. Tyler Lockett, probably one of the most underrated wide receivers of this generation. Yeah. Absolute stud. Mm -hmm. Um, and then uh JSN once again, a dog, bro, coming out of yeah. Ohio State, bro. So um, if the if in my opinion, so this is this is really where my, my hot take comes into play. Okay. If Brock Purdy gets injured, or if he just comes back down to earth, the Seahawks mm -hmm. win the division. That's my that's my hot take. Because it's not, it's that's really not that crazy, to be yeah. honest. I, I it kind of is, but it, it's hot. It's, it's it's hot. Don't get me wrong. It's hot. I don't <laughs> it's think hot. that's because I think I think for me at least, I've seen Seattle improve this offseason. Yes. Now, granted, the Niners have too, but yeah. I think the Seahawks are closing the gap. So I don't yeah. think it's that crazy, to be honest with you. Especially if Brock Purdy comes down to earth and gets hurt, and they got to put seeing go Sam Donald out there. Like yeah, I could definitely see something going bad. Exactly, man. That's that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, I just I I don't think that quarterback situation is is good enough. Now, once again, Brock Purdy continues his his journey and he continues to grow and develop. Yeah, you know, I think they got rid of the most talented quarterback they had on the roster, unfortunately. But mm -hmm. I think if Purdy, if he if he's exactly what Shanahan says he is and gases him up to be, they'll be yeah. fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd but be fine. The Seahawks, man, they also added uh added back Bobby Wagner. They end up getting yep. Bobby Wagner back, if yep. I'm not mistaken. So yep, they did. um they loaded, man. I like the Seahawks this year, bro. Um, but we can move on though. That's the NFC West. So 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. We agree there. Cardinals probably number one pick, three wins. Clayton Toon or or Josh Dobbs, uh, they quarterback. Sorry, y'all. Uh Cardinals fans, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, I really I am. I really am. Um and 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 we actually let me ask you this too real quick because I posed this mm -hmm. question um a couple of days ago but if the Cardinals do end up with the number one pick is it Caleb or is it trade? If the Cardinals end up with the number one pick, you absolutely take Caleb Williams, and mm -hmm. here's why: Kyler Murray, you just gave him a contract what a year ago, and you were already putting clauses in there of you need to watch your playbook, you need to watch film. I'm going to be honest. If I even had to put a clause in there for a player like that, I'm not signing him. I'm just going to mm -hmm. be real with you. And for me, Kyler Murray is a perennial. He kind of floats around that 11, 12 area as far as like ranking and quarterback to me. He kind of floats around that area, around like 11, 12, 13. And if you get Caleb Williams, this guy could be generational. Mm -hmm. For me, I think you could really accomplish both. Get Caleb Williams and then trade Kyler Murray. Let's say we're looking at an example of I'm trying to think of a team that's just a quarterback away. Um, I'm trying. Let's say Tampa Bay, right? Let's yeah. use Tampa Bay for example. 
let's say Atlanta even. Yeah. Atlanta was interested in Kyler Murray. Say next year they got everything ready, the O-line, the defense, the all, the wide receivers, everything's ready. We just need a quarterback. You don't think the Falcons or the Buccaneers will throw picks at them to say, hey, let's get Kyler Murray? They're going to at least probably get at least one first-round pick off them for a quarterback? Yeah, I mm-hmm. can see that happening. So I think for me, if that comes to play, it's, you got to get Caleb Williams. He's going to be yes. cheaper for you. He's also going to be as well going to be able to develop with you. I think it's a, it's to me, it's a no brainer, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I, um, you know, when, when you, when you introduce the, you know, kind of the, the idea that you can trade Kyler Murray and still get yeah. a, a, a haul for pick of picks, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the smartest option. Um, and so really, I think that's what the Cardinals probably going for anyway. And the Cardinals, not to cut you off, the Cardinals are going to have two high picks because they did the trade with, with Houston. Houston so right. stinks this year. It's a possibility the Cardinals can have the number one and the number two pick. It is a very real possibility that that yeah. could happen. Yeah. If so they, they do playing, that, they, they're set. They playing chess, not checkers, man. That's really exactly. good for them. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move on real quick to the NFC North. Yeah. Um, so, um, so for me, I have – I got the Vikings winning the division. Mm, okay. Um, and once again, it's really just they got, in my opinion, they got the best player in football, Justin Jefferson, um, or one of the best, you know. But um, they got for sure the best player in the division, best wide receiver in the league, game changer. Um, Kirk Cousins, you know, as far as quarterback play goes, he's pretty solid. He's stable. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not even going to hate on Kirk no more because he do he do okay um, yeah. until his playoff time. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I think the Vikings, man, I just think they got a squad, man. I think they going they got the most experience in the division. So yeah, I like them to win it. Um the Lions will be next. I think the Lions are a team to look out for to potentially even win that division. You feel me? Yeah. Um they just if their defense just improves upon what they did last year, um, and if that offense just stays high scoring, you know, just big time. They added Jameer Gibbs, you know what I'm saying. They got um, Amon Ross St. Brown. They got Jamison Williams, who's going to come back after serving a suspension. They got um, – what's my man's name, bro? Uh, the other receiver, bro. Um, I can't even think of his name, but he's solid. Is Marvin oh, Jones still there? Who? Marvin Jones still Mar- there, right? You, no. Is he still there? I thought he was with Jacksonville. I think so. Okay, I know for a fact. Uh, you talking about Amon St. Brown? Is that what you talking about? Yeah, I said him first. Yeah. Oh, okay. They got him. Yeah, they got him. They got Williams. Regardless, they got a good team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and they added Sam Laporta, I believe, in the draft. Yep. So in the draft. Um, so they got a they got a good squad, man. So I think the Lions finished second. Bears finished third. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think this is gonna be. I think that top three race. I really think it could go any either way. I think the Bears, I think the Bears, if they offense just low, if they offense just plays how Bears fans think their offense is going to play, they have a shot. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's an outside shot, but they have a shot. Um, I think, but I think ultimately they're going to finish third because that defense kind of stinks. And yeah, they're going to finish third, I think. And then last, I got the Packers simply because we just don't know what Jordan Love going to look like. Right. Um, I, I think he's gonna look good. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think he can look good. Um, yeah. What I've seen in preseason, 
he don't look like he's sorry. Like he don't look like Desmond Ritter. He, look, he looks you know improved I mean? for sure. Yeah. yeah, he don't he don't look like he gonna be terrible. You know, it just depends on on how everything kind of fits together. So, um, but that would be me. I, I got Vikings, Lions, Bears, Packers. So this is gonna be the first time we disagree. I actually have the Lions winning that division. I like Jared Goff. He had a tremendous year last year. When you look at the stats from last year, Jared Goff was top 10 in pretty much every single passing stat. Mm -hmm. Jared Goff is extremely underrated. Um, I got Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions getting like 10 wins and getting to the playoffs this year. So I got them getting in. I got, after that, Vikings. I think the Vikings take a step back. There, I, I do like the Addison, you know, Justin Jefferson that actually might be an upgrade from Adam Thielen, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, so yeah. I do like that addition, but they lost a lot on defense. Um, now, Daniel Hunter is still there, but they did lose, like, Darius Smith, so on and so forth. So they lost some things as well. Eric Kendricks, he left as well. So they lost a lot on defense. Mm -hmm. that I just don't really see that they've improved that. No, so yeah. I have them coming in at number two. I think they still make the playoffs. I think they're, like, nine and eight. I think they can still get in. Yeah. Um, yeah. At three, I'm taking the Packers. To get three. Okay. Um, okay. I like Jordan Love. I do not like that wide receiving core. I didn't like Jordan yeah. Love coming out of the draft, but I like what I seen him in the preseason. He definitely looks yeah. improved. And I think we're really about to see if that Matt LaFleur dude is really the quarterback, offensive guru that everybody hypes him up to be. We're about to find out. But I think they don't make the playoffs. I think they only can get like seven wins or something like that. And mm -hmm. I got Detroit, I got uh, not Detroit. I got Chicago coming in last. I'm not believing. I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to be honest. It's going to be an unpopular thing I'm about to say for Panther fans. If Justin Fields can only run the ball again this year and really can't put it in the air, we got to have a conversation. I'm just going to be honest. Like, yeah, it's cool that he's running for a 1000 some yards. That's, that's dope. But he only had like 2,000 yards passing, bro. Like, if he can't get at me at least 3K, this upcoming season, now since you got DJ Moore, Mooney, like you actually have weapons now and your defense has improved, I'm not going to lie. We're going to have to have a conversation about Justin Fields, bro, if he don't do yeah. good this year. That's just the truth. But that's my order. I would have it Lions, Minnesota, Packers, Bears, last. Word. So, yeah. Yeah, so we kind of we, – we, we disagree there a little bit. But, mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, that NFC North division, I think it's going to be a lot better yeah. and closer than what people think. You know what I mean? I like, like, I'm not, I'm not totally counting the Packers out. I don't think they, yeah. they win it. I don't think they no. make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be trash. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I don't think they're going to be. I mean, they still have Jair Alexander and guys right, like that. Right. Yeah. They can get, they can get six. They can get seven. Yeah, wins, they can get six. Or you know what I mean? <clears throat> I don't think they're going to be a terrible team. I think it's just going to be a down year for them once they get. Yeah. You know more help on uh, at wide receiver and and really just kind of you know just keep growing. Um, I mm -hmm. think they can be good. Yeah. Um, but let's move to the a the AFC real quick. Yep. Um, let's talk about the AFC South. So, um, give me your picks to win. What what, what do you think the AFC South is going to look like? So my AFC South order would be Jaguars first. I think they're the best team in that uh, that division. They have the most experience at the quarterback position in that division. And yeah, I would put them at number one. Um. At number two, this is where things get kind of interesting because I feel like Tennessee, Colts, and even a little bit of Houston, I kind of feel like they all in that same, like, ballpark, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so, for me, I guess I'm going to go ahead and go with Tennessee 
because they've proven it a little bit more. They they do still have a pretty de- good defense. So I'm put Tennessee at number two. Then at number three, I'm gonna go ahead and put the Colts. I think Anthony Richardson's actually gonna have a pretty decent rookie year. And then at number four, I'm gonna go ahead and put you know Houston. I still think Houston has a long way to go before they get to really being relevant. To be honest, yeah, yeah, oh, I agree, man. Um, yeah, I got the same lineup that you do. You said Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Jags, this should be that year, man. They shouldn't have yeah. no problem with yeah, uh, they should in, win in the that, South. They should win that that division with ease. With honestly. ease, yeah. yeah, they should. Jaguars should be looking at eleven or twelve wins this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's their that should be they where they at, man. Um, Titans, Titans is tough, man, because they just when you really look at them on paper, it's like okay, they got a solid defense. They got one of the best running backs in the league in Derrick Henry. They got one of the best wide receivers in the league now in DeAndre Hopkins or Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Um, quarterback. Is really kind of where they where they struggle a little bit. Yeah. If Tannehill is healthy, if that offensive line does what they should do, what they if they they block, you know, what I'm saying if they just remain stable, the Titans should finish second in this division. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people are expecting Tannehill to actually be benched this season, and so it might that's probably gonna you know drop them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think they're gonna finish second. The Colts, yeah. the Colts, man, they. In my opinion, they already they. I don't know, man. They just, I don't know. The AFC, you know the AFC South teams are kind of hard to read. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, with you. exactly. I yeah, yeah. they hard to yeah. read because it's Jonathan like kind of said it. That division sucks. Like I know the AFC South. I know the AFC South gets a lot of slack, but the AFC South is pretty. They bad, man. They're bad. Yeah. Like you can. I'm I'm looking at the list now. They probably the worst division in football. You know the NFC South, honestly, the hand and foot. I, I would probably put NFC uh, South think, a little bit above. Yeah, I think oh. the NFC South better, man. Well, I think that see the, the thing is the AFC South has the Jaguars and they're legitimate yeah. playoff they're teams. Legitimate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's uh-huh. the that's the only thing that will probably put them above. But again, they got two of the worst teams in the league in the Colts yeah. and the Texans. So mm-hmm. it's tough, man. Um, but I think the Colts just finish a little bit better just because um I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know why. I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard. It, you know what I'm saying? It's really hard to get a read on them, man. Mm-hmm. Um, like like my man said, um, it depends on how fast AR reads defense and how well he gets the ball um and uses his feet. So, I mean, and the Colts lost, they don't, they're not gonna have Jonathan Taylor maybe yeah. for the whole year, right. depending on how that right. excuse me, depending on how that works. So hey, um the Texans, I think they finished last just because they they just they needed a lot last year, and they yeah. really sorry. Yeah, they still got a long um, way to get, bro. Yeah, man. I I just they they got a long way to go, but I think they're gonna be super exciting to to see what they rookies do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tank Dell, C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, which nobody's right. talking about him for some reason this offseason. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the AFC East. I'll go first here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the AFC East is is a really good division, man. Um. And ultimately, um, I think I think the Bills win the division again. Yeah. Um, I think the Bills is most experienced team, really got the best quarterback in the division, I would say. Um, and I think that that goes a long way in uh yeah. in helping this team. But I also think that the Bills need to be a team to watch out for because you know, 
they not getting enough slander, in my opinion, for what happened in January. Yeah, I was about to say that too. Yeah, they not getting enough, man. A home playoff game in the snow, which is what they wanted, right? Yeah, this is exactly right. what they wanted, and they let somebody come in there and embarrass them. So, um, I'm watching out for you, uh, Buffalo Bills. I don't think they're, um, well, I get to that a little bit later, but the Bills win it. Um, I think the Jets actually finished in second place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the Jets, man, they're just so improved. They got they're loaded right now on offense. They're loaded. Defense um, too. A D, yeah, even on yeah. Defense, like the Jets, in my opinion, have the only excuse that the Jets have is that this is their first year together. You know what I'm saying? That's that the only excuse that they have. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, man. If the Jets learn, if they mess well and they put it all together year one, there's no reason why the Jets can't make make it to the AFC Championship game. In my yeah. opinion, yeah, like they're they're good, man. Um, so yeah, I got the Jets finishing second. I think the Dolphins are also really good offensively, even uh, defensively. They got a squad, man. Yeah, you got you got for starters. Let's just name who they got on offense. Speed kills Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They got the rookie A chain. They got Jeff Wilson. I think he on IR right now. They yeah. got Mostert. You know what I'm saying? They got a squad. Them boys can run, and they got two with Tagovailoa, who I think, when healthy, is a top ten quarterback. Okay? He did really good last year when he was. He was amazing. He was amazing yeah. until um until he kept getting hit in the head, which I yeah. pray that it don't happen again this year because right. I think he need to go on and retire if it do. But hey, yeah, um, I agree. And on defense, Christian Wilkins, uh, Jalen Ramsey, you know what I'm saying? Um, Xavier I, Howard. Yes, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Just, like, they, yeah. They they load it, bro. Um, so the, Dolphins, the Dolphins, man, there's just no reason. Again, these AFC East teams, man, there's there's no reason why none of these teams should, should not make it to the AFC Championship game. I know yeah. it's only two slots, but – I think the East, man, they got three of the best teams in the league. They yeah. got three top ten teams in the league, in my opinion. Yeah. So the Dolphins are going to be great this year, or really good this year. I think they get nine or ten wins, you know what I'm saying? Um, Jets, Bills should be pushing for 12 or 13. Yeah, You know what I mean? Uh, finishing last in the division, New England Patriots. This is going to be the worst year they've had in a long time. Um, but they're a good team, too, if we're being completely yeah, honest with yeah, you, on defense. Yeah, on defense. On defense, they're a solid team. Um, offensively, they got a good running back in Stevenson. Um, they just added Zeke too. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so they got Zeke. They got Ezekiel Elliott. Um, wide receiver core, it's pretty rough. Um, yeah. Quarterback Matt Jones, easily the worst in the division, and I think that's what really essentially is what's going to hold them back. Yeah. They're just not going to score enough points this year. I don't yeah. think. Um, I think a lot of Patriots games. Final score gonna be twenty to thirteen, something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's gonna be something so low. Um, but yeah, the Pats they can mess around and get six wins this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think it's gonna be the worst thing they had in a long time. Yeah, I got the same exact order as you, bro. Um, I got Bills at one. I got the Jets at number two. The Jets, I think, could be like a twelve win team this year. Because when you look at the Jets, man, the only thing that concerns me is that O-line. They're stacked on D-line. They're stacked at linebacker. They're stacked in the secondary. They're stacked at wide receiver. They're stacked at running back. 
They have a top 10 quarterback now. That's stats. The only place they're lacking is O line. If they figure that out, I would be, I would about put if they had a decent O line. I would put them over the Bills right now, bro. I'm gonna be straight up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Anyway, if the mm-hmm. Jets had an O-line, I'd put them above, in my opinion, I would put them above the Bills, but they don't. So that's them, that's their main concern. But yeah, I agree with everything else you said. I would put them at two, and then like I said, I put Dolphins at three. Once again, extremely talented team, defense and offensive wide. Now I know Jalen Ramsey won't be back until like December. Um, but yeah, Yeah. you know, I still think that, I mean, they still got Xavier Howard, Javon Hallman, or they still got some, they still got some really good secondary pieces. So I still think they're going to be really good. Um, and then, like you said, the Patriots just don't, they don't have the firepower. They don't have any weapons at wide receiver position. Kendrick Bourne and, um, Juju ain't going to be able to get it done. I don't think Mac Jones is really good at all. Honestly, I think he's a below average quarterback. Um, Mm. you know, they just don't have enough. So I can see them win like five, six games. That's about it because that defense is really good. Um, yeah, that's yeah. It's the same because that defense is legit. Yeah, the Patriots but, are pretty much going to be in the same position that the Broncos have been in the last couple yeah. of years. Horrible yeah. offense, good defense. Great defense. What it is. Yeah. Tough. Speaking of Broncos, let's go ahead and move on to the AFC West. Yep. Um, you go you go ahead and give me yours for the West. So for me, I think we all know Chiefs at one. I don't even need to talk yeah. about that. I'm putting Chiefs yeah. at number one. I think they're going to be the best team probably in the NFL, if not second best behind the Eagles. Um, yeah. Two, I have um, – I'm going to go ahead and probably go ahead and say the Chargers. Um, I, I okay. just I, – I don't know if I quite trust the Broncos yet, even with Sean Payton. I just – their defense is good. I don't like that wide receiving core like that much, honestly, for the Broncos. Cortland Sutton is the most overrated player in the NFL. I do not understand why he gets a lot of hype. He is not good. I do not get it Um, to me personally. I think he's a, a below-average starting wide receiver. Um, mm. I would go ahead and put them at three, obviously. And then at four, I would go ahead and put – you know, the Oakland Raiders, they just, I mean, the Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. I just think I don't trust Josh McDaniels. I think he's an absolute fraud, and I do not think he's a good coach at all whatsoever. Um, and then on top of that, I just – I don't think, you know, they have the weaponry really to compete with those other teams in the AFC West. To be honest, okay, you have Tay Adams, probably second best wide receiver in the NFL. I don't think nobody would deny that. Josh Jacobs, one of the top five running backs probably in the NFL. But besides that, what else you got? Like, and Jimmy G, it, he allowed to be hurt in three weeks. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. So, like, not trying to be rude. I'm, like, just keeping it real. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, for me, bro, I just – I got to put them at four. Yeah. So, I agree. You got the same order I got, man. Um, Chiefs, they're – I mean, you got Patrick Mahomes. When, you, right. when you're the Chiefs – I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're the top right. dog. Um, they got to be number one. I got the Chargers finishing second in the division. Um, you know, once again, they're loaded. I mean, they they got a they got a really good team, man. Um, Broncos probably I got them finishing third as well. Um, yeah, they added Sean Payton, but hey, I don't know what that's gonna do. I don't know what that looks like in 2023. I just put it right. that way. Right. Um, and then the Raiders, kind of the same thing like you just said. They got Devontae Adams. Got Max Crosby on the defensive side. Um, but Jimmy G, 
a quarterback. I I just if he, as soon as he gets hurt, you know, I hate to say it, but he probably you know it happens. It happens pretty much in every year that he's been a starter. So it's just not. I I just don't think it's 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 liable to turn into some wins. And like you said, Josh McDaniels, don't even get me started on him, bro. I've been I've been seeing I've been seeing you. Yeah, this dude I've is not a good bro. coach, bro. Like, I'm not trying yeah. to be rude or nothing like that. I get so mad about it because it's like if there are good coaches out here that are not getting the opportunity because Josh McDaniels, it, this screw job that isn't really good at all at coaching besides being an OC, he's just not good. Like as far as OC, I think he is one of the better OCs in the NFL. I won't even deny that. Josh McDaniels is an offensive guru as far as like when it on all. As an OC, let me say that as an OC, but as a head coach, he's not a leader of men. He I, he's a fraud, bro. I'm just gonna call it straight up. The dude is a fraud. Like facts. Like I just I don't until they get rid of him, the Raiders ain't doing nothing, bro. Yeah, I mean I I'll be honest with you. I don't even think he had good of an OC. That's what I'm saying. Man. Like he, he's a he's a, he, a he's a good he's a good OC, but he's not a head coach, bro. Like that's he just he ain't moving me at all. Yeah, <laughs> he ain't not, moving me at all, man. At all. Hey, I mean, he he quit. Who is that? that he took the job, but he quit on. Oh, was that the Broncos? That was the Colts. The Colts. What is the Colts? Well, he did go. that too. I don't yeah. know who it was, but I know he did it. You know what I'm saying? Like he fried, bro. Um, but let's move on to the AFC North. So I give you mine. That's a good um, division too, as well. This is a great division. So yeah. my hot take for this division. So I got one for this division, really, and I think. Um, I think three teams make the playoffs out of this division. Mm-hmm. Okay, out of the AFC North. All right. So my order, I'm not even. I'm. I'm gonna just jump right into it, man. I think the Ravens win. Mm. I got the Ravens. Yep, mm. I got the Ravens. I got the Ravens. Ooh. And and I'm gonna tell you why I got the Ravens. All right. So last year, um, both times, and 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 I'll be honest with you. You know, I know schedule plays a part in everything. I haven't looked at nobody's schedule. To, to say this, but uh-huh. I right. think the Ravens last year, if the Ravens had Lamar Jackson, they beat the Bengals twice. Okay. Twice. Okay. It would they was way too close in that yeah. one. Because they did did they play each other three times last year? They played each other in the they playoffs, did. correct? They played each other in the playoffs too as well. The yep. playoff game was close. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. The last regular season game was close. Yeah. If I'm it not was. mistaken. And they played and back to back weeks. And guess who played in either one of those games? Lamar MVP superstar top three quarterback Lamar Jackson top right. three three hold on we'll we get yeah now nah, you now nah, hold on bro yes yes bro <laughs> yes oh, no. yes oh, wait wait oh, anyway hold on stop bro yes, you might, bro, for wait, sure wait, wait. You, for sure oh, oh, stop 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 Cam you telling me at this exact moment Lamar Jackson yeah. is a top three quarterback Yes, yes, and I'm gonna tell you exactly why, bro. And and I'm I'm actually about to get into it a little bit. Reason why I say that: if you look at the Ravens without Lamar Jackson last year, they failed to score. I think it's 16 points in every single game. They failed to score over 16 points every single game. In every game they had Lamar, they was close to 30. Yes, he is 100 percent a top three quarterback. I have him in my personal ranking. So I got I got Mahomes at one. Okay. I got Burrow at two. That's right. I got Lamar right there. I got Hurts. I got Herbert, then I got Allen. That's my six right there. You put Allen at six? Yes. I'm not giving him a pass for that playoff game, bro. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Chat, That's chat, what I got. In the chat, bro. I didn't yeah. see you talking to they you. Talk, the chat, I done told bro. people. That's they crazy. know this. 
they know this. I call Josh Allen big Kirk Cousins. I'm so serious about it, bro. Like, that's where he at for me. He's still great. Oh, Don't get me wrong. He's crazy. He's still bro. great. Yeah, lie. man. Look, man, listen, listen, listen. Ooh. In the NFL, in the NFL right now, there's only three MVPs, and Lamar Jackson is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of them. I you know what I'm saying? Lamar at like five, I definitely that's probably where I would rank him. I because again, we can't preach availability is the best ability, and then he out. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's yeah. why I can't put him at three personally. Because the last two seasons, when it mattered the most, where was he at? He, On the couch. Yeah. Like that's my problem with Lamar. That's 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 why I can't put him at three. If he yeah. was playing, yeah. You feel me? But I, I can't I, – I do kind of get where you're coming from on the Josh Allen because he's flopped in the playoffs now, I think, two or three years in a row, um, yeah. to be honest. So it is starting to get a little bit concerning. Um, for yeah. me, I probably would go – I know this is getting a little off-top subject. I already said this podcast is going to run long. But yeah. I would probably say my top three is probably, you know, the two you said, Patrick Mahomes, um, I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Burrow. I still think Josh Allen three though. I, I, mm. I I'm gonna be honest with you. I still think he three, bro. I, I can't put him no lower than like four or five in my yeah. opinion. So, but they, I will give you this: if Josh Allen fall on his face flat again this yeah, season, man. I I think your point will be a little bit more valid. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I ain't mean to start. You on. good? You good? They so in the chat. So they got. They actually agreeing with me. Yeah, they actually Josh agreeing. Allen, but, yeah, most of the, but, most of the chat is agreeing so, with you. So look at a, what AB said too. That's another thing that a lot of people don't bring up. He turns the ball over a crazy amount of times. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, now. To be fair, he also is chucking the ball a crazy amount of times too. Right. Like he kind of like the, the way. Offense. Yeah, the way that they play, and the fact that they really for some now I will say the Bills are failing. I'm not gonna say they're failing him. But they're failing the team because they just refuse to address that running back position. Seriously, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have they have serviceable running serviceable running backs, but they could legitimately make themselves amazing if they address that position. But we'll get to that another day. We're getting a little yeah. bit off topic, yeah. but but yeah. So I have the Ravens finishing the the um first in the division because okay. I think that they have. I just feel like that offense is retooled. They're loaded right now, man. If it once again, this is all dependent on the health of Lamar Jackson, and right. all dependent on really. I'm not too worried about the health of J.K. Dobbins. You know, mm -hmm. I think if he gets help hurt again, they just always they got a loaded running back room yeah. too, man. They just gonna yeah. they gonna Edwards, they gonna put somebody else in there. Yeah, yeah, man. They gonna put somebody else in there. They gonna resign Kenyon Drake again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they yeah. they gonna They'll do be something. All right. uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, but wide receiver, bro. They added. Zay Flowers, who in my opinion was like the second him. or third best wide receiver like in the draft him. this year. I love Zay Flowers, man. I think he's a game, will be a game changer this year. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. They have still, in my opinion, the second best tight end in the league in Mark Andrews. I have him a little bit over, I have him over Kittle, just in terms of, you know, um, like just just receive as a receiving tight end. I got Andrews at two. Um, and then um, they got OBJ, you know, and once again, OBJ stays healthy. And this is all dependent on the health of yeah. the Ravens. So you're right. I understand, like, the Ravens, they just have to stay healthy. But yeah. if they don't stay healthy, then I, I still have them finishing number two because, if I'm not mistaken, that's where they finished last year. Right. So I just – and that defense is retooled. 
they still got some good players on there. Um, yeah. So I got the Ravens at one, the Bengals at two. I think it's close. Um, the Bengals, the both of them should win 10, 11, 12 games, in my opinion, mm-hmm. if they both stay completely healthy. Um, the Bengals, once again, you got a dog, a dude in Joe Burrow. You got the best wide receiver room trio in the league in um, Higgins, Chase, and Boyd. You got mm-hmm. Joe Mixon, who is a great running back. You know what I'm saying? Um, offensive line has been so much better since that Super mm-hmm. Bowl game. Absolutely. You know what I mean? They're getting better on defense, they're, or at least they're trying to. You know what I'm saying? That's the only, excuse me, that's the only thing that really you can say kind of holds them back from these other team, from these other top AFC teams, yeah. is that their defense just isn't on par with the Bills. You know what I'm saying? It's not on par with the Jets, but it's solid. I mean, it's not, it's not the worst yeah. defense in the league. It could be a whole lot worse. But offensively, they just stack. They load it. They gonna score a lot of points. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, um, the Bengals should be in the conversation for AFC Championship game this season simply because they have that electric offense that they have. The Pittsburgh Steelers at three. All right, so listen up. All right, you probably you probably agree with me on this. Oh no, who, who, who you put at two? The Bengals at, at oh, two. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I just yeah. had to make sure. Okay, the, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead. the Pittsburgh Steelers at three. Um, okay. You probably agree with me here. The Steelers ain't getting enough love, man. Yeah, I agree. The Steelers I, are not I, getting I think enough that love. There's a chance we could see four teams in this division make the playoffs. Hey, man. You talking, it's, it's man? I'm deep, telling you, it's a deep. It's a deep division. It's deep, man. This is because I like Cleveland deep. more than you do. I, that's all I'll say. Yeah, like this is Cleveland the best division. This is the best yeah. division of football. Would you yeah. Would you agree with that? Either this yeah, and the East. I, I, I probably would. Yeah. Yeah, the well, AFC I, East, the NFC East, AFC North. These are elite divisions. Yeah. You got four teams that are really good. You yeah. know what I mean? Steelers finished third. Mike Tomlin he never had a losing season. Greatest black coach of all time. One of the greatest head coaches of all time. I'm yeah. gonna believe in him no matter what, no matter what yeah, happens. You absolutely. feel me? Absolutely. Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. I'm a little higher on Kenny Pickett. Here's another hot take for you. Kenny Pickett finished the season as well as it's in the top 15 quarterbacks, in my opinion. Okay. Um I think that's more feasible than Daniel Jones, Dan- you, in my opinion, but go ahead. No, you you good. Um wide receivers, Pickens and Johnson. That's a that's a solid room, boy. That's a solid room. Them boys always got some. They always get somebody at wide receiver. They don't make sense to me how they always find somebody, but they solid. Um, tight end Darnell and um Fryermuth. That's a that's an elite tight end room, bro. Yeah. Uh, Darnell Washington and Pat Fryermuth. That's an elite tight end room. All right. Um, and then they added Broderick Jones along the offensive line. So the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be a great team this year, I think. I think they can be in the conversation for eight or nine wins. And I think they may, I think they sneak into the playoffs. They yeah. could, they could. Um, and then I got the Browns finishing last and this is no disrespect to them. I just think the other teams are just way better. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just think they're better than them. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, running back wise, Nick Chubb, best in the league, in my opinion, one of the best for sure. Um, wide receiver room, pretty good. Elijah Moore, um, Donovan Peoples Jones and Amari Cooper. Um, and then defensively, they're really they're very good defensively. So um, the Browns, another team that could really make some noise and potentially, potentially sneak into the playoffs. But give me your AFC North rankings. You ready for this? Yeah. The team I have winning the AFC North are the Cleveland Browns. I have the <laughs> Cleveland Browns 
winning the AFC. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna tell you why. If Woo! Freak Man Watson, hold on. If Freak Man Watson shows up and is fully now, it the, the, the legal situations is over. It's over. Legal situation. Now he can strictly just say, I'm focused in on football, right? You have Deshaun Watson, who has now ingratiated himself into the offense fully. Y'all got to think about it. Last year when he came into the season, when he was sticking up the joint, he had not played in two years. And just now I started to get into the offense. Nick Chubb is probably the second or possibly the best running back in the game, right? I don't think nobody would disagree with that. Cleveland's O-line, probably like a top 10 O-line in the NFL. I don't think nobody would disagree with that. Yeah. Um, Elijah Moore, really good wide receiver. Um, Amari Cooper, we already know what he can do. Really good yeah. wide receiver. David Njoku seems like he's taking the next step. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's already a stacked O-line, a stacked offense. I haven't even got to the defense side of the ball yet. Miles Garrett, probably the best pass rusher in the game, if not top five. Top yeah. three, probably. Top two. I mean, you said it. You best. best. Yeah, he's probably the best. Mm -hmm. Denzel Ward is the most underrated cornerback in the NFL that no one talks about, and he's top ten. Nobody mm -hmm. talks about Denzel Ward. I'm telling you now that linebacking core pretty good. Cleveland's winning this division, bro. Straight up, bro. Cleveland and Darius Smith. I forgot about that. Darius Smith is now with them. A really effective pass rusher. Give me Cleveland winning this division, bro. Straight up. I know that's a hot take. I got Cleveland winning the division. It makes sense. Think about it. They are loaded in every single position, bro. It's just the quarterback. If Deshaun Watson freak man can put it together, it's Joker. They win that division, bro. I know y'all probably like, this is the hottest I ever seen, Tony. I think that Cleveland is winning that division. Second, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bengals. I still believe in the Bengals. And once again, I want to make this clear. All these teams could possibly make the playoffs, every single last one of them. Because like you said, this is the best division in, in football, to be honest, in my opinion. I got the Bengals next. I mean, it's self-explanatory. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I mean, it's, it's self-explanatory, bro. They picked up Orlando Brown Jr. in, in the offseason to add to that O-line. They're going to be good. I'm putting them at my number two team. I can see them getting like 11, 12 wins. Same mm -hmm. with Cleveland. I can see them getting 11, 12 wins. Then we're going to go to your boys down there in Baltimore. I can <laughs> see them getting 10 or 11 wins. They added Zay Flowers. I think he's an absolute stud. They added Odell Beckham. He showed us in 2021 he still somewhat got it. I think he's going to be really good this season after having a whole year off. So I And they already have Mark Andrews, so now Lamar actually has weapons. If Lamar can stay healthy, that team's going to be in the playoffs as well. And the Steelers, I got going in at last. And I still think they're going to have a winning record probably. They're yeah, probably going to be 9-8 yeah. or something like that. But I think they... I do like Kenny Pickett. He does look like he's improved. He had an awesome preseason. He looks yeah, like he's man. Yep. Najee Harris is a good player. George Pickens, like he has took the next step. So I definitely understand the hype on them too as well. 
That defense is always loaded. Alec Highsmith, shout out to him. UNC Charlotte grad went to school with him. Um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Like TJ Watt, another beast pass rusher. They're gonna be up there as well. But I got them at nine and eight. But for me, I got Cleveland winning this division. When mm. people say hey, Cleveland in the comment section, I was smiling because I was like, oh, they don't peep the game. I got Cleveland winning this division, bro, straight up, because nobody is talking about them. And I think they mm. might be pound for pound the most talented roster in that division. Straight up. Mm. Yep. Ooh. That's hey man. I'm not that's that's hot with the injury concerns with the other teams, Lamar Burrow, YETC. The door could be open for Cleveland. Hey, you right, man. Tell you. Hey. Woo. That's that's a take, y'all. Hey, this now, that's podcast a take. long, but it's a good episode, man. Y'all that's gonna want to stick around for this one, bro. That's this a take. Best episode, low key. Cause we, that's a tape, we, you know boy. what I'm saying? It's a tape. I'm, I'm telling y'all, that's what it is, though. That's Yo, why I stand. We ain't done yet. We ain't done Ooh. yet. We got a little more. Just a little Yo. more for y'all, man. All right. So, um, did you want to go into power rankings real quick for the 32 teams, or did you want to, um, did you want to skip that for today? No, that's we can do that. Um, like I said, we, we, we good, man. I'm trying to think. So we did the AF. We did the AFC completely, correct? Yeah, that's all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That's everybody. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, we ready. So we do power. Yeah, we can do it real quick, and we can kind of see if we agree or if I disagree or whatever. But yeah, you can go ahead. Okay, okay. So I made this list a little while a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not match up with my with what we just said. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but basically, so I'm gonna start at 32, and I'm gonna work my way up. All right. Okay. So basically. Um, so at 32, um, I put down the Arizona Cardinals. I yeah. think they're the worst team in football. Yeah. I really don't think it's the only team that comes close is 31 Tampa Bay Buccaneers for yeah. me. Um, mm-hmm. and then at 30, I think this is really kind of where you get into that. These teams should be improved, but they still just not good enough yet. 30, you got, I got the uh, Houston Texans, um, 29, I had the Rams. So I do think they're going to, be pretty bad this year. Yeah. Um, 28. Uh, I actually had um now back. This is this is a while ago, but I actually got to, uh the Falcons at 28. Mm. Now they it might be a little low, you know, because I'm looking at it now. It might be a little low, but um actually let me change that order. I'm gonna put the Colts at tw- at 28. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the Colts at 28. Um and at 27, I do feel more comfortable putting the Falcons there at 27. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, at 26, I got the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Um, now this is kind of where we get into really from here up. These are kind of your unknowns. Mm-hmm. And it could kind of go, they could be higher. They mess might mess around and be lower. Yeah. 25. So 26, I say at Raiders, 25. I got the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Okay, might be low, might be low, but I got the Commanders. Twenty four, I got the Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty three, sorry everybody, I got the Carolina Panthers. No, nah, I think that, I think that's pretty appropriate. That's yeah. kind of where I would put them probably. Um, Twenty two, I got the New England Patriots. Twenty one, I got the Green Bay Packers. Twenty, I got the Chicago Bears. Nineteen, I got the New Orleans Saints. And so that's pretty. That's that's all the South. 
the South as best as going to be at the 19th yeah. best team in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, 18, I got the Denver Broncos. I would move them back personally, but that's my, my move, You would move them a little down, further yeah. down? Mm-hmm. Okay. But keep going. Um, okay. Uh, 17, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, now 16, this is probably where you disagree because 16, I actually had the Cleveland Browns. So I guess yeah. I did have the Browns ranked higher than the Steelers back then. Um, mm-hmm. but um, so I got the I got the Cleveland Browns at 16. 15, I got the Minnesota Vikings. Who uh that's a little hot for my liking too, but go ahead. <laughs> they hot. Woo! Yeah, I would drop them a little bit. I would drop them to about okay. maybe like 19, personally. 18. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Um, 14, I got the New York Giants. 13, I got the Seattle Seahawks. All right. I'm probably going to have to revise this list for real. Um, Because yeah. I think I want to ju- jump some of these teams. Uh, At 12, I got the Lions. So here I had basically the Lions at the 12th best team in the league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. 11. Now, these are, now, in my opinion, pretty much from here up, these are your playoff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these are your your these all of these teams in my opinion could could make it to the uh the AFC champ or excuse me the championship games. Yeah. Um conference championships. So 11 I got the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. 10 I got the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. 9 I got the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. 8 8 I got the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. 7 now, and I could raise this team a little song because I think this was before they added Dalvin Cook. I got the Jets at seven. Yeah, I would probably raise them up a little bit personally. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna raise, I'm actually gonna raise them much higher. Um six, I got the 49ers. Okay. Now five, you probably gonna disagree here with four and five, but five, I got the Ravens, and four, I got the Bengals. Okay. Mm. Um Three, I got the Bills, which this is kind of where I disagree with my own list. Um, three, I got the Bills. They, I just think they just, you know, they've been there for so long. Um, mm-hmm. And then two and one. So two, I got the Eagles. One, I got the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. okay. So let me kind of give you my synopsis. I think it's a pretty good list. I don't think there's okay. too, too many offs. Uh, I think the bottom 10, you did pretty much almost perfectly, to be honest. I might move the Panthers a little up. From 23, okay. I might put them at like 21, 22. Um, okay. I probably would move. I'm trying to think of I would move Minnesota down a little bit. I think you had them at 13, 15. 15. I'll move them to like the 18, 19 area personally. Um, in my opinion. Uh, I think the Bears need to be moved down a little bit too. Where was the Bears okay. at? So I had so Minnesota was at 15. I had the Bears at 20. Okay. Uh they they so, should be in the same ballpark as the Panthers. So that's that's about right, actually. Okay. Let me, like so let me ask yeah, so let, let me right. ask you to let me ask you to rank these four teams real quick. Okay, Bears, Bears, Packers, Patriots, Panthers. Oh God, they so all are like equivalent. Um mm-hmm. say, say those four teams for me again. So Bears, Packers, Panthers, Patriots. Okay, and chat, y'all jump in too, man. Um, because they all are kind of equally. So, for me personally, God, that's rough. I I think for me, I would put the Patriots probably at number one because they 
they have a really good defense. Like their defense is yeah. pretty good. Legit. Yeah. Better than all of them. So I would put them up there. Secondly, man, that's tough. Because all of those teams are like about equal, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think secondly, I probably would say that's tough. Because the Bears, Packers, and Panthers are all like right there. With each mm-hmm. other, I would probably go. Now remember, in your in your division rankings, you had Packers and then Bears, too. So yeah, See that's what, what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I probably would go Packers. I think the Panthers are going to be better than the Bears, personally, mm-hmm. and then Bears last. And Bears. Have, yeah, okay. that's how. So okay. I would go Patriots, Packers, Panthers, Bears. Yeah, that's okay. how. Okay, so would you would probably do. Okay, so what you so what you would basically do is you would have the Patriots probably at twenty ish. Yeah. Um, Bear or excuse me, you said Packers next, so they would be they would stay at twenty one. Yep. Panthers would move up to twenty two. Bears 22. at twenty three. Yep. yep, that's where okay. I would have it. Yep. Gotcha. And so Vikings for you are they above that list? Or are they below those? Two yeah, lines? they're they're above that list. I would probably put them like I said, like eighteen. I would have them okay. like an eighteen seventeen ballpark for me personally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that slides the Browns up. That slides the Steelers up. Yeah. I would, put the, them with I, would put the, I would put the Browns at like 11, like, or 12. Okay. I'm pretty okay. high with the Browns. I would put them at like 11 or 12, maybe okay. a little higher. But like I said, definitely in that ballpark. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So they basically, so basically, you thinking the Vikings are going to be somewhere with the Broncos and the Saints this year? Exactly. Around. Bingo. Yeah. In that area. That's exactly where I think they're going to be at. Yeah. So that's gotcha. correct. But besides that, bro, your list was pretty pretty accurate, honestly. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I agree with that. Word. All right, so uh, really, let's move on to, I guess this probably be the last topic of the day. Yeah, we don't um, want almost two hours, man. If y'all been here since yeah. day one, shout out to y'all, bro. Y'all stuck it out. We knew this was going to be a long podcast day, but it's been a good one. Like, honestly, this slip yeah. has been my favorite episode. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So I've enjoyed yeah. it. Me too, man. Me too. Um. So let's talk about let's go ahead and break it down. So let's talk about NFL award predictions, okay? Okay. Um, and so we're gonna go from basically bottom to the top. Okay. Um, so let's start with if you if you don't mind, let's start with the rookie. So who do you think wins offensive rookie of the year? B. John Robinson. I think B. Okay. John Robinson is a difference maker. I think he's gonna be an immediate impact type of guy. And with Arthur Smith's offense, it's so predicated off of the run smash mouth football and with him and Tyler Algier kind of being able to split reps. I think Algier will get a little bit of, of the task, but I think it'll be mostly probably be John. And I think he's going to come in and make immediate impact. So for me, rookie of the year offensively, I'm going to go ahead and say B John Robinson. Okay. I like that pick. I think it's a, um, I think that's what a lot of people are expecting. He, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the betting favorite right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. B John Robinson. Yeah. But, um, but I actually have a different name for that. Okay. Um, so I got I got Zay Flowers, offensive rookie of the year. You the are Ravens. big on the Ravens. I'm about yeah, to start man. calling you Ravens Cambo. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. I think Zay Flowers, I think I really think that he's a game changer. And I think he's gonna change that Ravens offense in a way that unfortunately in a way that Hollywood Brown never could. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna turn himself into a true wide receiver one already off the rip. 
yeah. in, um, after his rookie season. Um, I think he's just going to just gel very well with um, with that offense and with Lamar Jackson. So I got flowers for uh, offensive rookie of the year. Give me your defensive rookie of the year. Okay, so defensive rookie of the year. Um, I think this one's tougher. Yeah, I think this one's tougher. Is because, I mean, the obvious answer would be who went number one overall defensive-wise? Will Anderson, right? Mm-hmm. So it would be easy to just say that. Um, for me, though, I'm going to tell you the truth. I I really like that Devon Witherspoon kid, man. Yeah, man. Um, I think he's really good. And then on top of that, he has Tariq Willen on the other side of him. So I think he's going to get tried a lot as a rookie. So I'm actually going to take Devon Witherspoon with my pick on rookie of the yeah. year. I like that pick, man. I'm not going to lie. So I had three names, really, um, that I was deciding between. Yeah. Witherspoon was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um. I, so I actually did end up taking Will Anderson for mine. Yeah. Um, I just think he's a great player. I think he's going to be very, very, very good here in the next couple of years. I think he's going to show out a little bit with the Texans because they don't really have much. So Man. all eyes are going to be on him anyway. Yeah. He's going to ha- he's going to be in prime position to make a lot of plays. Right. Um, so, the other name, the other name that I had was Jalen Carter. Yeah. The only reason why I took uh the only reason why I took Anderson over Carter was because. As far as we know, Jalen Carter is going to start the year off on the bench. Bench, exactly. That's why I didn't take okay. him because yeah. he's going to be behind Cox and Jordan Davis, which he yeah. was a backup to him at Georgia. So at Georgia. So, and so that's why thing, I didn't put him on there. For yeah. Me. And so I've heard, you know, basically on Twitter and everything that Carter, he's—I mean—he's definitely going to be a second-string player, but he's going to play as yeah. much as a first-string probably would. He's going to be heavy in the rotation. Yeah, heavy in the rotation. Yeah. Um, yeah. so he could still even win it just coming off the bench. But I think um, yeah, I just got Will Anderson because I just think he's gonna be in, in prime position to make every single play possible. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um let's go to uh let's go to coach of the year. Um, who do you have for coach of the year? Mm. And I think you already know who mine gonna be. Um so coach of the year, I mean, that's such a intriguing like award because most of the time the coach of the year almost goes to really the most improved coach. Um, So like, in my opinion, that's kind of how it normally goes. So for me, I look at a guy like Doug Peterson, man. Um, Say he gets that team to 12 wins. They're looking good. Solidly in position for the playoffs. Trevor Lawrence has developed into a superstar that I know he can be. Calvin really is now down there. I think I'm gonna go with Doug Peterson. I definitely think he can make a splash for that. I definitely think I would put him there. That's a good pick. Um, who do you do you remember who won it last year? Was it was it Pete Carroll or was it um I thought it was Brian Dayball? Did Brian Dayball win? Oh, it, was, last? it was, it was, it yeah, was. You right. no, it, it was, yeah. it was, it was. Um yeah, so yeah, Doug Peterson would be a great pick for that. Um <laughs> I got John Harbaugh winning it uh, this year because I, oh like I said, I just think, God, yeah, bro. man, yeah, man, Cam I'm is, buying all in. Yo, new name is Ravens Cam. This man is Camo Raven. Like this is ridiculous. And yeah, I think somebody else said it too. I, I would put Kevin Stefanski possibly in that situation too, since I'm hype on Cleveland. I would put yeah. them. I, this boy is Raven Duck boy. Yeah, That's man, crazy. I'm. I'm I'm buying all in. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm gonna die on that hill, bro. I'm gonna be. Yeah, I see. I, I'm buying in on those guys this year, man. But I think, um, I just think, like I said, last year, 
I mean, they was missing a best player. They was missing an MVP, yeah. and they don't have mm-hmm. wide receivers. You know what I'm saying? Or last year they didn't have wide receivers, and they were yeah. a very good team still. They right. still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this year, you know, if they can just even be as good, you know what I'm saying, as they were last year, yeah. man, they they looking good. So I got John Harbaugh for me. Um, comeback player of the year, man. So who do you have for comeback player of the year? I think we all know it's going to be DeMar Hamlin. I mean, as soon as he steps on the field, it's going to be like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't, ain't, ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, it's going to be DeMar Hamlin, bro. So the dog, I need to think so about DeMar that. Hamlin step on the field, bro. It's gonna be DeMar Hamlin. You know that. You know the NFL gonna do that. Like it don't matter what he do, he can get burnt sixteen times as long as he's <laughs> on that field. DeMar, yeah, not trying to be funny, yeah. bro. I'm just being real. Like no, you're DeMar right. Hamlin you're right. Gonna win that junk, bro. Just, yeah, just I'm gonna be straight up with you. You're right. I ain't even think about it. I chose so I chose Brees Hall. <laughs> I chose. <laughs> I ain't even think about that. I forgot. Yeah, he probably is going to win. But I'm laughing because I could tell you was that. You was like, oh shit. Yeah, I wouldn't even think about that, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I could. Yeah, that's. I mean, you right though. I mean, he. he yeah, you is know how he's gonna win. Yeah, he's gonna win that. Yeah, yeah. And 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 to be honest with you, I mean, he he would deserve it, especially if he plays a lot this yeah, season. Like yeah, that's bro, that's down on the field. Like, yeah, that's scary. But yeah, um, sure. But I chose I chose Brees Hall because I just think. Last year he was on well on his way to winning offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Um, if he had to stay healthy. Um, but I think this year, um, you know, I know they did, I know they added Dalvin Cook, but yeah, Reese Hall is still he's still an amazing, amazing player. So mm-hmm. um I would have chose him, but yeah, you're right, DeMar Hamlin's gonna win that. Yeah, okay. Let's move on to um now these are these are the big three here. Um offensive player of the year, who you got? Office player of the year. Um <laughs> that's tough, man. Um, I would probably say for me at least, I think a guy like Travis Kelsey could win it because when you look at like the Chiefs, they don't have any wideouts. Like that wide receiver car actually kind of got worse uh mm-hmm. this offseason, to be honest. So I think Travis Kelsey gonna get the ball a lot. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna take Travis Kelsey. That's a great pick, and I don't know if Kelsey has ever won Offensive Player of the Year, but I'm I would. It's actually a shame that he hasn't if he hasn't right. won it yet. That's exactly. a great pick. Um, yeah. Kelsey is. We can get we can talk about that another day, but Kelsey is one of the goat tight ends. Yeah, right? yeah, that's is. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, he's but, gonna have. Like, I think for me, he's gonna have like wide receiver stats. Yeah, this man. Like, oh, he, he already have them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he's gonna be up there with the yeah. Justin Jeffersons of the world, the Tariq oh, yeah. Hill. Like it's as far as wide, yeah. yards perception wise, he's gonna be up there because yeah. they don't have anybody else to throw to. Yeah, I think he finished last year. I think he finished second or third, and he finished third in receiving yards last year. That's what I'm saying. Behind, so, yeah, so he'll yeah. Um, well, I got Justin Jefferson. I I just I ain't picking nobody else, man. That's yeah, Jefferson that's is that was my that was my yeah. other pick. I was like, well, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about because they really don't be giving that award out to, to tight ends like they probably right. could have. But um, Jefferson, um, again, I think when it comes to skill positions, that's not quarterback. I think he's the best player in the league, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, Kelsey actually would probably be right up there though too. So mm-hmm. that's a great pick. Give me your defensive player of the year. Goodness, 
Defensive player of the year. I like this dude a lot. I think he's going to take even a better step, man. I told you. I picked him earlier. I ain't falling off of it. Give me Miles Garrett, man. Yeah, I think man. Miles Garrett going to have a good year. I like that. So he was actually my pick. Um, one of, he was one of my picks. He, I didn't, I, I ultimately didn't take him, but he was actually the one I was thinking about the most. Yeah. Until I thought of this guy. Until, until I thought of this guy here. And I think this guy's going to win it because not only is he good, but he's probably one of the most popular defensive players in the league. I think Michael oh, Parsons actually wins. Yeah. Yeah. Let me switch yeah. my answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael Parsons. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Let me and that's, my answer, Michael Parsons. That's that's the absolute yeah. correct answer. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm with you. Like Garrett yeah. was the first player that came to my mind because I was like, this dude is probably should have. Yeah. I don't know if he has one already, but he should have won one by now. Like he's yeah, a exactly. very good edge rusher. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to it's it's a popularity concert. No concert. Yeah, no matter how, no matter what happens. It's no matter what happens yeah, this year, Michael Parsons is probably going to win it this year. Yeah, I'm going so, Michael. Yeah, so I definitely um, – I had Parsons. So now, last but certainly not least, give me your NFL MVP this year. That man that wear 15, that live in Kansas City, <laughs> that's who I'm going with every single year. Do not <laughs> care. Until he stopped playing football, that man that wear number 15, that live yeah. in Kansas City, and his dad's name is Patrick Mahomes Senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. Until I see anything differently, bro, don't care. Yeah, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. I respect it. Um, it's it's don't not. It's not a no, no, no. I'm not. 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 I know where you're going. I know what you're thinking. But listen. So, um, I respect like Mahomes. He's kind of like LeBron, and that's that instance like he really right. could win it every single year right every single year um i didn't pick mahomes this time because in my opinion there's another quarterback out there who really should be in the mvp conversation and in my opinion i think he should have won it last year if he stay, if he played all 17 games i think jalen hurts wins MVP hurts. This that's year. a good that's a good answer I think Jalen Hurts wins MVP this year. And I'm hoping that he wins MVP this year, too, because I really – like, if I had a vote, I would have still voted for him last year. I know Mahomes is incredible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, Yeah, I would have gave him that vote last year. Um, You thought I was going to pick Lamar. I know. I did. (laughs) I know. I know. But, but no, I – don't get me wrong, though. I think Lamar should – could be in the conversation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I think if he stays healthy. Yeah, he'll definitely be in the I conversation. Mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially when you look at last year, the first six weeks of the season, he was going to win it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it was his. Yeah. Um, was his. I mean, he just – he outpaced every single player. He he was outpacing teams Yeah, last yeah, year. I was about to say, yeah. Um, like, he was going ballistic. So – but ultimately, I think Jalen Hurts – Um, I think he wins MVP this year. And then, so last but not least – um, I thought that was gonna be last, but actually, give me your Super Bowl prediction. Okay. Just, just way too early Super Bowl prediction, as well as your Super Bowl MVP prediction. 
So I think the Chiefs are getting back there again this year, um, in my personal opinion. So I got the Chiefs, and it's going to surprise you. I know the Eagles are the best team. I think the Niners get there this year. I actually got the Niners getting in there, but I have the Chiefs winning another Super Bowl this year. So give me Chiefs, Niners, Super Bowl MVP, that man 15, bro. Give me his third ring in his first, (laughs) what, five or six years in the league. Yeah. I got Patrick Mahomes, them boys winning again this year. Okay, so Chiefs 49ers. Okay, so mine gonna look different. Okay. Um, I think the Eagles go back. So okay. I got the Eagles going back. I don't think the Chiefs go back though. And that's not that's no, no I mean that's not. Them, yeah, they right? got this that's the yeah. loaded, you know, yeah. division. Yeah, no disrespect to them. Um, but I think this is tough. Um I'm trying to think who I really want to gamble on here. Um, I said Eagles. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I think so. This, so really, this was my goal, my bold prediction for the whole season. Yeah. Um, I told. I think we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, but basically, I said that I thought that the AFC Championship game was going to be a division battle. Yeah. Pretty much. And I think I said I had Bengals and Ravens potentially making it as well as Jets and Bills. Yeah. Um, when it when it breaks down to it, I'm gonna go ahead and just buy into the hype. I'm gonna just say the Jets. Oh, interesting. Say the Jets. So you got the yeah. Jets going to the Super Bowl against the I'm Eagles. I'm gonna say the Jets. Yeah, okay. against the Eagles. Um, and again, this is and this is just an early, way too early prediction. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's gonna change throughout the season, yeah, probably. Of course. But yes, Eagles, Jets. Super Bowl MVP, I think Jalen Hurts wins this one. Okay. Um, I think last year, if there was ever a year that a loser should have won MVP, God, Leah should have been Jalen Hurts. If there was ever a yeah, year that a loser, yeah. hooping, man. I seen a stat earlier that said he had the second highest rated Super Bowl yeah. in, in league history. So, yeah, he was he was absolutely outstanding. So, um, so yeah, Eagles versus Jets for me, Chiefs 49ers for you. I got – I got basically Jalen Hurts sweeping with MVP and Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. And you got Mahomes sweeping MVP yep. and Super Bowl MVP. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Word. So that's that's pretty much a wrap on NFL season predictions. Um, hey man, longest episode yet. You know, what yeah, I'm saying? bro. Um, we pulled a two hour and five minute one, man. But it was yeah. fun though, bro. It was it, it was, was a it episode. Was. This is gonna be a really fun one to go back and watch too, man. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube too. Uh, but yeah, this this was my favorite episode by far, even though it was longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was a long episode, I won't lie, but you know what I'm saying? It, it was needed. It's the first week of football, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got yeah. college we had to talk about and NFL and doing all this prepping up for NFL. So I figured this was going to be like a, a two hour, you feel me? Once. Yeah. It's all good though, but I, I, I enjoyed it personally. And I yeah, hope y'all enjoyed it mainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too, man. Um, But yeah, so basically just be on the lookout for for, for more to come. We'll yep. be in Atlanta Sunday. Yep. Um, And, you know, y'all holler at us. We're going to be on the timeline talking about the game tonight. Yep. Um, And so it's going to be fun, man. We got a lot coming up. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, like I said, uh, we're gonna be switching our time too on doing this because now since the football season is back, not this week because it was Labor Day and all that, but probably start next week. We're probably gonna start doing the podcast on Tuesday. So that'll be Tuesday going forward here from Tuesday 
probably for the rest of the football season, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So we'll be starting it Tuesday evening. So that's how we're going to be kind of doing it from here going forward. But appreciate y'all for sticking in there because some of y'all been here since like the first five minutes of the pod and stick with us the whole way through for two yeah. hours. So shout out to y'all, bro. But appreciate y'all. Love y'all. We know we kept y'all on tonight, but it was well worth it. Happy Labor Day. Y'all have a good one. Enjoy y'all's day, man. And, you know, keep pounding.